What's going on everybody? John out here with you. I got Griffin Cass with me and we're going to be starting this shortly. So let me give you the starting lineups for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Josh Giddy, Kenrick Williams, Jalen Williams, and Jalen Williams. There you go. You got three Williams for the Oklahoma City Thunder as they sit 25 and 20. They're just a game out of the 10th spot for the play-in. And for the LA Lakers, again, you knew LeBron wasn't going to miss this one. It's going to be Dennis Schroeder, Patrick Beverly, LeBron James, Rui Hashimura, who's been really good since coming from the trip for the Washington Wizards, and Anthony Davis. So those are your starting lineups. I'm going to join in with Griffin Cass right now, and we'll get underway. Oh, we're all good to go, Griffin, on this side. I got my recording set all good to go. I got the uh, starting lineups all announced. So take it away, my friend. All righty. Lakers Thunder here tonight on this Tuesday evening of NBA Hoops. Massive game between Oklahoma City and Los Angeles. LeBron James needs 36 points to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on the NBA's all-time scoring list. I'm Griffin Gass on hand alongside my color analyst, John Ott. John, how are you doing on this fine evening? I'm doing really well. I'm very interested to see whether or not LeBron's also going to break that record and whether or not these teams can actually get into a play-in spot because you think about all the lottery tickets that Sam Presti has to be able to work with over the next few seasons. They do have a superstar point guard in Shea Gilgis-Alexander. And uh, LeBron averages over 30, Shea Gilgis averages over 30, so we should see something good tonight. Yeah, while most of the focus is on LeBron and reaching those 36 points tonight, this is also a huge game, like you just mentioned, between two teams that are on the outside looking in. Mm -hmm. The Lakers at 25 and 29 is their overall record. They're 13th in the Western Conference. Right above them, the Oklahoma City Thunder, 25 and 28. Los Angeles Lakers point five, half a game back from the Thunder from that 12 seed. So whoever wins tonight is going to retain that number 12 seed. And as well as the Portland Trailblazers are the 11 seed. And they are only one game ahead of the Lakers in the 13 seed. So this is going to be a very fun matchup. Glad we could hop on the call here. What's your prediction tonight between the Lakers and the Thunder? Let's hear a little score prediction. I'm going to say that it's going to be at least in the 110 marker. I'll say the Lakers take this one because OKC played last night and lost to the Warriors. I'm going to go 115-110. Absolutely. I, I, I assume that it's going to be a closed game as well. There's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He is in the building tonight. The great Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Currently number one on the NBA all-time scoring list. But LeBron James, 36 points to go. That is the main storyline for tonight. It's going to be a very interesting game to see. I mean, LeBron looks locked in, John. He looks like he is ready to go in a scoring mentality right from the tip. Again, you know, he talks about it, and we see some of the videos and things, and he's mentioned this, that he's very tired. Obviously, there's a lot of miles going into season number 20, if you can believe that for LeBron, but it's the truth. He still looks locked in, Griffin, and I expect a big performance. Do I expect him to get very close to the record tonight? I think he might at least get a 30-piece. 30 36 might be pushing it a little bit, but it again, Griffin, it all depends on what we see in that first quarter. If he can get himself about 13, 14 points, he could be well on his way tonight. Yeah, it, it's going to be very interesting to see the approach that he takes into this game. 
Again, if I have to guess, it looks like he is going to have a scores mentality. And I don't know if I was looking at the injury report correctly, but I see Austin Reeves. Looks like he's suited up in pregame gear for the Lakers. Yes, he is. It's going to be his return for uh, first time in a little while. He's a good three-point knockdown shooter. So now that I'm looking at the lineups and everything else, you got Anthony Davis, you got LeBron. The only ones for OKC that aren't playing are Lujan Stort and Andre Pawsevsky. So we're sh we should be good to go across all the sides. But Griffin, uh, my uh, question to you is: between the three different Williams, how are you going to differentiate them for OKC? <laughs> It's definitely going to be a little bit of a challenge, but yeah, you got Jalen Williams there playing the power forward for Oklahoma City, the 12th pick in the 2022 draft. He's been fan he's has been fantastic for the Thunder this season, having an immediate impact in playing a big role for a team that, to many surprise, has been a contender here yes. in the Western Conference to be a playing team. You know, I, I don't think a lot of people predicted that from the Thunder this season, but the obvi obviously the elite play from Shea Gilgis-Alexander and then Josh Giddy as well and Jalen Williams, who has stepped up as a rookie this season, producing at a very high level for the Thunder. Yeah, it's a lot of young players for Dagno squad, Mark Dagno squad, in the sense of, again, a lot of these guys are like 23 years of age or younger, and when you have Shea Gilgis and you have Giddy, like you said, in the backcourt, Yes, guys that are about six foot six, six foot eight. So they got a very tall backcourt. They have a very small front court, but that's only again because Chet Holmgren is not going to be able to play for the entire year. So when he is projected to come back next season, you add that size and some three-point shooting, and not to mention, like we said, with all the picks that are available. Look, you have a franchise centerpiece in Shea Gilgis. Giddy's really good as well. Oklahoma City's got some pieces to work with, and I think they finally got themselves situated, Griffin, to where they could be a dangerous team over the next several seasons. And I think we're also forgetting the number two overall pick in the 2022 draft, Chet Holgram, who, who mm -hmm. is going to be out for the, entire, the entirety of this season, but he should be coming back at the start of next season. That's you know, I'm very, I, I understand that he had a season-ending injury in his rookie season, but I'm still very high on Chet Holmgren. I mean, his skill set being seven foot one, and the way that he's able to put the ball on the floor and shoot the three ball is exceptional, and something that could be very dangerous in future years. I mean, you know, he reminds you a little bit of Victor Wembanyama. Yeah. And I also think about it from the earlier projection. I know it's a few years back now, but with Kristaps Porzingis, the same type of ability like that. But like you said, I think even for Holmgren, maybe his three-point shooting projection might be a little bit higher. And in the sense from what we've seen in Gonzaga with him, he can also block shots. So even though he's like 7-1 and built like a beanpole, he's one of those situations where if he gets inside the paint, your shot's going to get at least a... Uh, contested enough where you're going to miss and it's going to be a difficult time for you. So Oklahoma City I don't think is in a bad situation and I think Mark Dagnott's done an excellent job. Absolutely and you know going back to the Lakers and them able to get Austin Reeves back you know really helps their shooting prospects specifically right. but Austin Reeves has been fantastic for the Lakers this season. You know he had that unfortunate injury that has sidelined him for the past couple of weeks but he's back and the Lakers are looking at full strength strength here. So it's going to be very interesting to see the Lakers down the stretch of the 
second half of the season, really, you know, my prediction is that they're going to start to put together lots of winning streaks and, you know, creep up to possibly the sixth seed because we see how bunched up the Western Conference is. It, it, it is unprecedented how closely contested a lot of the teams in the Western Conference are. I mean, you look at the Lakers. Yeah, they're the 13th seed right now, but they're three games back from the seventh seed in the Western Conference. So, you know, a couple wins here and there, and, that you know, they can find themselves right in the mix of being a top six seed in the Western Conference. Yeah, because I think about it, too. You know, the injury was Zion Williamson. The Pelicans have been sliding the wrong way. The Jazz had a wonderful start to the year, but let's face it, they don't have the same type of roster to be able to uh, cement that. For the Timberwolves, I know the, the trades for Gobert and things like that, but that was very curious for me as far as some of those trades in there. I don't know if they're going to be there, so I would agree with you. I think the Lakers can get up to that spot. You know how LeBron and Anthony Davis are going to be in it. Again, it's ultimately dependent on Anthony Davis's health. We won't kid you otherwise. If he's not there, it's going to put everything off the rails. But we know LeBron's going to amp it up. He always does in the second half, and I agree with you. I think it's going to be a, a fun race, but I wouldn't expect, even though you said, you said the Lakers are 25-29 and 29 right now, as you said, it's just a few games all the way from six more spots. So I agree. Yeah, so it, it's very... Cool to see Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the arena tonight at the Crypto.com Arena. Let's have a little fun questions here. If LeBron, let's say he's at 35, 34 points on the night, what do you think the shot he's going to go to to possibly break the record? Um, you do you know, think he's going to go with the sky hook, his signature pullback <laughs> three? What are you thinking here? I, I would love to see a skyhook. That would be something that would knock me off my seat, honestly, if you wanted to do it in epic fashion. But you know what? I'm going to go old school here, Griffin, and it might be the boring answer. But let's see a thunderous breakaway dunk. The ungodly athleticism for LeBron is still there. How about he finishes it off that way? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, his first game in the NBA, he had that baseline jump shot. Some folks were also saying that he might go back to that, shoot it on the right baseline, and, you know, start it, you know, end it, not ending it, but break the record with how he started his first NBA bucket. Yeah. That could be very interesting. But, yeah, no, I mean, it, it's all, it, the balls are in his court. I mean, hope, you know, you hope to see that he can break it tonight, you know, for all those fans that paid the expensive tickets to possibly witness NBA history. Here tonight in downtown Los Angeles. I saw some of the ticket prices, Griffin, were in the tens of thousands. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is going to be a game that's going to be remembered for history. So, we, so we're ready to go here, John. Starting lineups, looking at both teams. We'll first take a look at the jerseys for both teams. Oklahoma City is going to be in their home white uniforms on the road. Lakers are going to be going to be in those city purple jerseys, and we are just about ready to go here in the Crypto.com Arena in downtown Los Angeles, Griffin Castle, alongside John Odd here on Twitter MySpaces. Excuse me, though, the Lakers are in their gold uniforms. So starting for the Lakers. LeBron James, Rui Hachimura, Anthony Davis, Patrick Beverly, and Dennis Schroeder. That rounds out the five for 
Los Angeles for the Thunder, Kenrich Williams, Jalen Williams, Jalen Williams, Shane Gilchrist Alexander, and Josh Giddy. You know, three Williams there in the starting lineup for the Thunder. So Lakers going from right to left, Thunder going from left to right. It's Davis and Williams to tip it up. Davis wins it, so it's going to be the Lakers to start out with it. Here's Dennis Schroeder into the front court. Chest-handed pass to Anthony Davis at the foul line extended. Takes a dribble to his left. Hands off for James on the left wing. James darts inside. Couldn't finish, but Davis right there on the follow. Anthony Davis gets things going for the Lakers, and they lead 2-0 here, 25 seconds into the contest. Here's Williams on the right side. Williams in the mid-range. He goes across court to... Kendrick Williams, it's stolen away by James. Here's James on the fast break, goes right at Gilgis Alexander and turns it over into the hands of Williams. He pushes it up front court to Giddy. Here's Giddy finding the trailer. Williams for three. Kaboom! It's a good-looking shot there for Williams. It's a big-time basket off the nice plop of fast break. So Oklahoma City with a one-point lead. A minute into the game, here's Davis at the foul line extended. Takes a jab. Now he's going to pull up from the foul line. And in and out, tough break there from Davis, and here comes the Thunder with Giddy into the front court on the right side. Giddy, over to Williams, top of the key, he's going to find Kenrich Williams. Kenrich Williams, back out Giddy, Giddy top of the key. Crossing over right to left on Hachimura, back out Williams, didn't want the three, now he gets it back to Giddy, who relocates to the left wing. Giddy's going to fire a long three-pointer, can't hit, Beverly the rebound, and into the front court on the right side. Beverly on the right wing, passes to Davis, over back to Beverly. He's going to try a three on the right wing, and can't it. Patrick Beverly from downtown. He's come on as of late, John, shooting from downtown. Yeah, you got Patrick Beverly and Dennis Schroeder versus Shea Gilgis and Josh Giddy. That should be a nice backcourt matchup. We'll see how they do. And then with Russell Westbrook coming off the bench, he was really thrived in that role coming off the bench for the Lakers as their sixth man as Oklahoma City turns it over. So here comes the Lakers. Two minutes into the ballgame, James on the left wing, looking for his first bucket of the evening. Pulls back at the at the foul line, can't connect. Williams the rebound. And Davis and Williams on the baseline were tangled up. Here's Kenrich Williams, a chest pass to Giddy on the left wing. Giddy moving to his right, now at the right elbow, has Beverly on him. Back out, Williams, fires the three, cans it. Williams from downtown, and he gives the Thunder a 6-5 lead with 9.40 to play the first quarter. The six foot nine Jalen Williams, good shot from outside as OKC's got the lead. As James gets fouled on the floor, Williams picks up the personal, so it's going to be a sideline out of bounds for the Lakers on the right sideline. Beverly will trigger. Beverly gets it into Schroeder. Between the circles, Schroeder the chest pass to James on the left wing. James moving to his left off the Davis screen. Slips it to him. Davis inside for Hachimura. And Rui Hachimura throws it down with two hands. And the Lakers have a one-point lead. Got to like that athleticism coming over from the Washington Wizards. Been good for the Lakers. Williams tries the three on the right wing and knocks it down. Second one oh. already for Jalen. Jalen Williams. On target from three-point range. Here's James in the short corner on the right side. Sees a double, goes cross-court to Beverly. The chest pass to Schroeder on the left way. Schroeder's three, way off. Rebound fought for, and it goes out of bounds over the Lakers bench. They're going to say last touch, Hachimura. So it's going to be Oklahoma City's ball ahead by two. So 
Lakers. Shea Gilgis Alexander averaging 30 points for the Thunder this year. Number two, stepping back at the foul line, too strong on the jumper, hit the back iron. And Hachimura comes out of the pack. Hachimura down the lane, left-handed layup won't go, but a foul is called on Oklahoma City. Rui Hachimura will head to the free throw line for two free throws. I'm going to make sure I keep all my uh, comments short there, Griffin, because I'm a little bit ahead of you on the feed for about 45 seconds, so I'll try not to step all over your toes. Okay. Maybe uh, maybe I could refresh here. No, you're good. It's just the TV side for me off the stream, so no big deal. Uh, yeah, I have it on my computer. So Hajimura buries the first of two. 8.40 to play here in this first quarter. 9-8 Oklahoma City. Hachimura bends the knees, releases the second of two, and connects to even the score at nine. There's Gideon to the front court on the left side, guarded by Beverly. Looking for a chest pass. He's going to go over to Williams at the top of the queue. Hands off for Gilgis Alexander. Gilgis Alexander trying to probe into the paint. Shut off nicely by Schroeder. The bounce out for Giddy. Giddy on the left wing, chest pass to Williams in the left corner. Gets around the Williams screen. Lost it for a second. Out to Kenrich Williams. He's going to fire for three on the left wing. Can't connect. And Hachimura with the rebound on the strong side. Davis inside. Bumps with Williams. Couldn't finish. Great interior defense there from the Thunder. And Williams, Kenrich Williams, gets tripped up by Hachimura with a 7 remaining in the first quarter. Hey, Griffin, it's been some good defense inside there by the Thunder a couple times. They blocked James and Anthony Davis so far. Oklahoma City Thunder not showing any mercy no. to the Lakers. There's Gilgis Alexander finding Williams off the roll. He threw it off of Hachimura's foot. It was intended for Giddy in the restricted area. So the shot clock will reset to 14, and it will be a side out for the, late, for the Thunder on the left sideline with 7.56 remaining in the first quarter. Gilgis Alexander triggers it into Giddy in the short corner on the left side. Guarded by Beverly. Whips it down low for Williams. Williams catches, gathers, couldn't finish the layup. Rebound Williams. Tries to throw it off Hachimura, but it finds the hands of Davis. Now here's James into the front court. Bounces for Davis, who lays it in with the left hand off the window. Nice find there from LeBron. LeBron has yet to score tonight. 11-9 Lakers, 7.5 to play in the first quarter. There's nothing better than a LeBron chest pass to Anthony Davis off the fast break. As we get a foul away from the ball going against the Lakers. Yeah, that was a nice dime there from James threading the needle. It's really remarkable, John. LeBron is going to be number one on the all-time scoring list. And he's top five in assists, which is just remarkable as Gilgis Alexander spins on the baseline on the left side and throws it down with two hands. That's what size can do, the six foot six Shea Gildress. He's shifty. So here's James bringing it out to the left corner. Guarded by Williams. Pulls back for three. James knocks it down, and the crowd erupts here at the Crypto.com Arena. James, 33 points away to break the scoring record. Here's Gildress Alexander finishing with the left hand inside. 14 13 Lakers, 6.15 to play here in the first quarter. James. On the left wing, Davis trying to set the screen to James's left. James going to drive baseline. Shut off nicely by Williams. Now tries to spin off of him. Gets into the paint. Ooh, James playing with his food. Couldn't finish the layup. But a foul is called, and James is going to head to the free throw line. When we return from the timeout, 
6.38 remaining in the first quarter. John, what are your takeaways here in these first nearly six minutes? I like the defense there that we've been seeing from the Oklahoma City Thunder, but as you said, you called it perfectly. Once LeBron hit the three from the left corner, it kind of seemed like the crowd erupted, didn't it? They're trying to sense something a little bit, and the camera immediately panned to Kareem. But this should be fun. I'm seeing some good battles there, especially on defense again with OKC. They're going to need that. Yeah, no, I mean, you, you mentioned the fans. <laughs> they are definitely hoping that yeah. they can witness LeBron break the record. That would be unfortunate for fans who got tickets to this game, expecting that he would break the record, and then he doesn't get there tonight, and able and he'll be able to do it against the Bucks in Milwaukee. Or I believe that game would be in Los Angeles. But nevertheless, the fans in attendance tonight are definitely hoping that they can witness history tonight. Yeah, no doubt about it. And like you said, yeah, the next game will be Thursday at Crypto.com against the Milwaukee Bucks and then against the Warriors after. But you'd think he's going to do it against the Bucks. And the situation, again, I can give him his flowers in the sense of 20 seasons. You can talk about where LeBron is going to land all time when it's all said and done. But to be able to take care of himself as well as he's done all the way through in the longevity, I mean, it's something unprecedented, Griffin. We've never seen this before. Yeah, and then, you know, you mentioned LeBron being in his 20th season, but you can't forget the eight straight finals that he went to, yeah. playing basketball from October into June for eight straight seasons is, is remarkable. I mean, the amount of miles that LeBron has put on his body is unprecedented, and what's more unprecedented is the fact that he has been able to basically pr play prime basketball for his entire career. I mean, LeBron, the whole, there, there's not a specific couple of years where you could be like, oh, yeah, that was LeBron's prime. I mean, maybe you could say when he was in Miami, he, you know, he was at peak athleticism. Sure. But his entire career, I mean, it, it's been his prime. Yeah, I mean, look at it. He was a, he's a 27-7-7 and guy. He averages 30 this year with 8.5 rebounds, still getting 7 assists. So his numbers have not dropped off at all, which is exceptional. The only thing you can say, and I'm not knocking LeBron for this, you can't expect him to be the you know first-team all-defense guy. He's not going to do that anymore. But the fact that he still has to score 30 points to carry this team, tell me any other NBA players that could do that at his age with that many amount of miles. Yeah, no, absolutely. Could, could not agree more. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, like you mentioned with the defense, it, it definitely takes a, a big toll on the body. And, sure. you know, that's something that, you know, he's turned up on the defensive side in previous regular seasons. But, you know, you know, this year being as old as he is, he's definitely taken a little bit of a backseat on that end of the floor. And, and that's also why I think that they went out and got Rui Hachimura to be able to, be versatile on the defensive side and, you know, give the Lakers a little more youth on that side of the basketball. I couldn't agree with you more, and they didn't have to give up much to get him either. It was a good trade. Yeah, so we're coming back from the timeout here. You know, LeBron on the floor. You assume that he's going to play most of the game tonight until he breaks the record. And then obviously, you know, you got to think about how close of a game it is and, you know, other factors, but Here's LeBron at the free throw line, looking for two. James bends the knees and releases a first of two and drops it in. We have the scoring tracker on the TV side that keeps track of it at all times if anyone is following along right now. 32 points to break the scoring record. 
Dempsey misses the second of two. Fight for the rebound belongs to Kenrich Williams. And here comes the Thunder trailing by two. Six and a half remaining here in the first quarter. Josh Giddy on the left wing. Williams coming to set the screen to Giddy's right. He uses it. Giddy finds Williams off the roll. Oh, what a block from Westbrook. Here comes Westbrook out of the back. Westbrook to the hole. Out to Schroeder. Over to James on the left wing. They're looking for LeBron. He's going to pull deep from three. Can't hit. Williams a rebound and Gilgis Alexander into the front court. Griffin, Schroeder's got to shoot that ball. No questions asked. It looked like he was trying to find James. As Williams tees up a three on the left wing, can't hit. Hachimura pulls down the rebound, and Rui Hachimura quickly into the front court on the right side. Now he's going to find James in the short corner on the right side. James tiptoeing the line, except the layup went down, but they're going to call a foul before the layup on Giddy. James draws the foul with 5.47 remaining in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you wondered. It looks like LeBron is jacking a little bit here tonight. You definitely don't expect that his field goal percentage is going to be too high tonight, you know, trying to break the record tonight. Yeah, definitely. Here is Westbrook. Threads it to James. James inside, banks it in off the window. LeBron, he came down a little hard. He's still on the floor, on the baseline. Again, it looks like he got hit in the face. Giddy comes down the other end and floats it up and in. James a little shaken up, getting helped up by Beverly. Looks like James might have gotten poked in the eye, and the Lakers are going to call a timeout with 5.24 remaining in the first quarter. Yeah, I have... 17-15 Lakers. What did you see there, John? I had the secondary replay a little bit before you. It looks like Josh Giddy, as you said, might have got a piece of the face. It didn't seem like it was too much more than incidental contact, but again, immediate, immediate timeout, and we'll see what's going on with LeBron. Yeah, so 5.24 remaining in the first quarter. Lakers a two-point <laughs> advantage. Yeah, this, this is definitely, speaks to the competitiveness here. You know, the Thunder definitely not backing down. They, they've played great defense and offense. I mean, the, the three Williams are doing work in the interior for the Thunder. Well, it's nice to be young, isn't it, Griffin? Like we said, everybody on that team is pretty much 23 years younger off the back-to-back, -back, and they're still playing just as tenacious, and you love to see that. You know, absolutely. Is Thunder are definitely a youthful team in the NBA as well as some other teams in the Western Conference that are below the 10th seed. The Houston Rockets are extremely young. Yes. And they have definitely not been enjoying the success that the Thunder have enjoyed this season. But definitely another young team in the Western Conference. Again, you look at the young core that the Thunder possess, it, the future is definitely bright. And like, like you mentioned, Sam Presti is a mastermind as a general manager. I mean, he, he has done such a great job with the Thunder since he's taken over. Um, and then you look at the Rockets as well, another team with a fantastic young core that, you know, has a very bright future. Yeah, you do. And you have, like, Jabari Smith on that side with Jalen Green. Jabari Smith, I believe, is still 19 years old. Yes. So, I mean, come on. You, these guys are just going to have to learn on the fly. But you know what? That's the best way that you do it. And eventually I think it's going to work out. But as you said, with the Thunder and Sam Presti, I believe I got this from the last year's side. But going into this year, he still have 35 picks mixed in between the first and the second round. So Unbelievable. If, if I have to guess, I, I think this would be safe to say, the Thunder can start using those picks down the line to go ahead and get more some more uh, 
water, you know, other picks and stuff to put around Holmgren and Shea Gilgis and things like that and start building because, you know, you're trying to find another generational point guard after Russell Westbrook. Well, I think you already have that in Shea Gilgis. Yeah, and as, as well as Josh Giddy. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's such a fantastic young backcourt that they have in Oklahoma City between Shea Gilgis Alexander and Josh Giddy. You wonder what the Clippers are thinking. You know, obviously the Clippers sure. have a loaded team, but giving up Shea Gilgis Alexander yes. like that, you know, they definitely might be regretting that a little bit. Yeah. Definitely. I, I again, you did maybe you couldn't tell he was going to be this good. Maybe it's unfair to say, but right. yeah, you're right. Yeah, if if they knew that he was going to be an eventual 30-point scorer, I, you know, I have to think that they would not have traded him like that. And I believe he was in the Paul George deal, if I'm not mistaken. He was. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, Paul George is a lot older than Shea Gilgis, but Shea Gilgis has a very bright future. So we're coming back here from the timeout. Yeah, it looks like James caught the left elbow from Josh Giddy. James back on the floor, though, so he's fine. Troy Brown Jr. into the game. He misses the right-handed layup off glass. And here comes Gilgis Alexander with the right hand into the paint. Out to Giddy. Giddy goes cross-court to Williams in the right corner. They work it around to Wiggins. Now Giddy, or excuse me, Gilgis Alexander, top of the key, gets harassed by James. James with the steal. And here comes Los Angeles. James on the right side. James tries baseline, met by two, spins into the lane and lays it in. LeBron James with a deuce. That's certainly vintage LBJ, isn't it, Griffin? Absolutely. So here's Muscala kicking back out to Giddy between the circles. 4.38 remaining in the first quarter. Giddy over to Muscala. He's going to tee up a three and knocks it down. Mike Muscala from downtown. Making an immediate impact as soon as he checks into the game. Mike Muscala, the former Los Angeles Laker. So here's Schroeder on the right wing. Gets to his left hand. Back out Westbrook on the left wing. Westbrook guarded by Williams. He's going to knock up a three. Will fall. Rebound Wiggins. And here comes the Thunder. The usefulness from the Thunder. Wiggins denied by Davis. Here's Westbrook ahead to James. James couldn't hold on to the pass. It went through the hands of James. Looked like it was a little high. Bad decision there from Westbrook. James is going to check out of the game with 4.04 remaining in the first quarter. How about that block there from Anthony Davis, John? Oh, that was unreal. That's why you have Anthony Davis in there. I've always said he's been one of the best players in the NBA. He's just got to stay healthy. Health is the main factor for Davis and the main factor for the Lakers and their championship hopes. Absolutely. Gilgis Alexander attacking the paint. Couldn't get the layup to go, but he's fouled. So Shea Gilgis Alexander to the free throw line for two with 3.53 remaining in the first quarter. So Griffin, as I was doing a little bit of prep going into this, I looked at Shea Gilgis. He's an over 90% free throw shooter at the line. Yeah, he is automatic (laughs) from the charity strike. Always been that way since he's come into the league. He's sixth in the NBA in scoring as he knocks down the first of two and ties up the ballgame at 19. Six in the NBA in scoring at 30.8 points per game. I'm trying not to uh, gloat all over myself about this guy, but that's honestly incredible numbers. Yeah, and for someone, he's only 24 years old. Right. As he knocks down the second of two. Perfect trip to the line there for Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Here's Westbrook 
Now on the right side, goes across the lane. Westbrook out to Lonnie Walker in the left corner, walking the tightrope back to Westbrook. Westbrook tees up a three and cans it. Russell Westbrook, pure from the outside. Lakers regain the lead, 22-20. Gilgis Alexander back out. Muscala, left corner, triple is there. Mike Muscala, two for two from downtown. Good job by SBA to be patient there to find the man in the left corner. Westbrook attacks it, working around to Lonnie Walker. The threes are dropping in for both teams. Lonnie Walker with his first points of the evening. It's a good sight for the Lakers because they're usually not a really good three-point shooting team. Getting Lonnie Walker back and Austin Reeves back. Huge for the mm -hmm. Lakers. Reeves and Walker on the floor together as the Lakers pick up a personal foul with 3.02 remaining in the first quarter. Hey, Griffin, I can definitely say right now it's been a good contest so far. Yeah, very competitive back-and-forth game from both teams, you know. You know, while while the biggest storyline is James possibly breaking the scoring record, this is a huge game it for is. both teams for seeding-wise. As Gilgis Alexander knocks down the first of two. 25-24 Lakers. As Gilgis Alexander, a rare miss from the line, left it short and hit the front of the iron. So a little under three minutes to play, a one-point lead for the Lakers. Troy Brown Jr. over to Austin Rees. Rees gets it to Westbrook. Westbrook, top of the key. Now at the foul line. Put it on the handle, tries to get to his right hand. He's fouled by Wiggins on the floor. Lakers are in the bonus, however, so Westbrook is going to head to the free throw line for two with 2.48 remaining in the first quarter. I know that there is a lot always said about Russell Westbrook there, Griffin, but... Again, at 34 years of age, he's still got the ungodly athleticism, and he needs to just continue to put points on the board. That's what the Lakers need. And I give Westbrook, as he misses the first of two, a lot of credit for embracing the role of being the sixth man for this team. You know, someone who is clearly a first ballot Hall of Famer, right. you know, he could have been a lot more selfish and not accept that role. But, you know, it looks like Westbrook has a team first mentality as he misses the second of two. Yeah, you have to have that. Empty trip to the line there, though, from Westbrook. Here's Gilgis Alexander getting to his left hand in the paint. Couldn't finish, but a foul is called on Troy Brown Jr. Lakers puzzled at the call. Nonetheless, Gilgis Alexander going back to the free throw line for two. That's why I said I wanted to look at this backcourt matchup in between Schroeder and Patrick Beverly, and then you have Shea Gilgis and Josh Giddy. It's going to be really difficult to try to keep them out of the lane. Anthony Davis is going to be busy. Yeah, as Gilgis Alexander knocks down the first of two to even the score at 25. Gilgis Alexander, 24.1 drives per game. That leads the NBA. As he gets the second of two, knocks down both to give Oklahoma City a one-point lead. 2.38 remaining in the first quarter, 26-25, Thunder. Here's Westbrook now on the right side in the short corner. Back and down man, gets into the paint, couldn't lay it up. As it goes out of bounds on the baseline, they're going to say the last touch, Oklahoma City. Westbrook pleading with the official that he thought he deserved a foul. So it's going to be an under-the-basket out-of-bounds for the Lakers on the right side of the baseline. Westbrook's the trigger, down deep. Gets it into Lonnie Walker, catch and shoot in the short corner on the right side. Lonnie Walker, pure. 27-26, Lakers. 
Gilgis Alexander, top of the key, behind the back pass to Muscala, fakes the pass in the left corner, fires for three. Mike Muscala is feeling it from three-point range. Three for three from bonus distance. Absolutely. Mike Muscala. The veteran bench presence there, Griffin. As Russell Westbrook comes back with the answer and knocks down the three in the right corner. Lakers, a one-point lead, 30-29. High-scoring affair here, John. Yeah, absolutely. 30-29. to That's crazy right now. Gilgis Alexander loses it, and Westbrook, intended for the Reeves, throws it out of bounds on the left sideline. Westbrook has had two of those same turnovers where he's trying to find a teammate but just can't find him and throws it out of bounds. So 140 remaining here in the first quarter. Five turnovers for the Thunder, three for the Lakers. Westbrook has two of those for Los Angeles. Gilgis Alexander stops at the foul line, out to Mascala, thinks the three. Can he go four for four? No. Finally a miss from Mike Muscala from three-point range. Rebound Austin Reeves. Now here's Reeves on the right wing, crossing over left to right. Reeves pulls up from the mid-range, can't make it in. Rebound Gilgis Alexander, and he's into the front court on the left side. Gilgis Alexander trying to take Reeves off the dribble, step back jumper in the short corner. On the left side, he gets the fortuitous bounce. Shea Gilgis Alexander doing what he does. He serving buckets. He made that look too easy, Griffin. Too easy. He has 11 first quarter points. Thomas Bryant can't connect from three-point range. Here's Gilgis Alexander drawing the foul on Rees. And Gilgis Alexander going back to the free throw line for two. I love it. We talk about those drives at the rim where he leads the NBA as LeBron's going to get set to check back in now and gets a tremendous applause. He's got eight points on three of six shooting right now. And you look at Kilgis Alexander, man. He is so crafty in the way he attacks the basket as he knocks down the first of two. Yeah, like you mentioned, James coming back into the game. Eight points, three for six from the field as James subbing out Austin Reeves. And if you're a Lakers fan, I mean, you just love to see this team back to full strength. They are fully healthy and ready to go for this second half of the season as Gilgis Alexander knocks down both free throws. Like you said, you got Anthony Davis, you got LeBron, you got your strength, you got a chance. So there's James at the foul line extended. Chest pass to Brown coming to the hole. He lays it in with the right hand. The scoop layup from Brown. Troy Brown Jr., the former Washington Wizard. Getting the deuce for the Lakers. Here's Gilgis Alexander getting to his left hand. Penetrates out to the left corner. And that's a three. And it's good for the Thunder. 7 of 11 from deep is OKC right now. That was number 21, Aaron Wiggins, from three-point range. It's a four-point lead for Oklahoma City. Four-second different shot clock, game clock. Shot clock at 10. Westbrook fires a bullet inside. Left-handed pass for Troy Brown Jr. And he banks it in off the window with the right hand. Shot clock off, game clock at 12 seconds. 36-34, Oklahoma City. Here's Gilgis Alexander, top of the key, gets to his left hand in the paint, shows and goes out to Mascala. And that three is not going to count. I believe they're going to get Shea Gilgis Alexander for a traveling violation. So a turnover there from the Thunder. With 5.6 seconds remaining, they get into James. James full head of steam, lost it. Gilgis Alexander picks it up ahead to Williams, and his shot is not going to count. That'll do it for the first quarter. Oklahoma City Thunder 36, Los Angeles Lakers 34. LeBron James at the end of one, 28 points away from passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar.
But the Lakers trailing by two. John, what impressed you about the Thunder in that first quarter? Uh, I got to say, the three-point shooting, again, 7 out of 11. I love that. I love some of the defense. Uh, they played very well. And for the same side for the Lakers, again, it's 36-34. I said 115-110 as the final score. I might need to up my numbers here. <laughs> Especially if it goes into overtime because it's a closely contested game. Absolutely. And if I throw the question to you, Griffin, what do you say? What impressed you? Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think the way that Shea Kildas Alexander was able to create in the paint was the biggest thing that impressed me. And then the three-point shooting, specifically from Mike Muscala coming into the game, knocking down three consecutive three-pointers that really gave the Thunder some breathing room in that first quarter. You know, a, a great veteran for the Thunder. You know, we mentioned how young they are, but Mike Muscala, seasoned veteran in the NBA, has had a lot of stops with a lot of different franchises, comes into the game off the bench, ready to perform, and he did just that. Playing against his former team, the Los Angeles Lakers, where he spent that 2018-2019 season, LeBron's first year in L.A., Mike Muscala was a part of the franchise. I'm glad you brought that up because, again, for a team that's as young as they are, again, if you go back maybe, I don't know, 15, 20 years or something like that, we would say there'd be more veteran presence in the NBA, especially toward the end of that bench. But Muscala has definitely brought in a product of three-point shooting and uh, a steady presence because any team can use points and shooting in the NBA. That's always at a premium, my friend. Yeah, and you, you definitely got to thank Mike Muscala. is a, a great veteran uh, in the locker room for these young guys. Uh, yeah. Maybe mentor some of the younger guys, like you mentioned, guys that are in their early 20s. You know, it, it's definitely a big advantage for a team to have, you know, with a young team to have a few veteran players that have been around the league, have a lot of experience, and have a lot to offer in terms of mentoring the young guys. Absolutely, and we'll see how much that goes forward because I looked at a lot of the OKC contracts. Obviously, they're all young players on rookie deals and things like that. So depends on how the rest of these guys develop. Obviously, you have a couple superstars in there, you would think, and Josh Giddy can probably get to that situation. But again, you want to mentor that around with some other pieces like Muscala, like you said, and I think that this team, as we've talked about from the beginning of the broadcast, I think they're headed in the right direction. And for the Lakers, it's the usual situation, right? You want to do what you can to get into the postseason, and when you have a healthy LeBron and a healthy AD, you probably have enough keys <laughs> to uh, get all the way to the NBA championship if these guys can stay healthy, because we know what they can bring. Right, they they've won a championship together, LeBron and AD. So if you're if you're a team in as a top seed in the East, you do not want to draw them in the first round. No. Imagine that. Let's say you're a first or second seed in the East, and then you got to draw the Los Angeles Lakers with LeBron James and Anthony Davis in the first round. That is definitely not ideal. No, no, it's not. So uh, I still think there's a lot for them to do. Obviously, we're in the second half push. We got the trade deadline in a couple of days. I'm not envisioning the Lakers be able to make a ton of moves here, but we'll figure out what happens. So the second quarter has commenced. It's going to be the Thunderball to begin this second quarter. James is on the floor, 28 points away from breaking the scoring record. 36-34 Oklahoma City. Here into the second quarter, Giddy trying to turn the corner on the right side. Back in, Troy Brown Jr. goes to the jump hook with the right hand, not going to fall. And the rebound belongs to Bryant. 
Here's James now into the front court. James gets to his left hand in the paint. Scoop layup with the left hand. No. And Williams the rebound. Quick outlet down court to Giddy in the front court. Giddy had it poked away by Lonnie Walker as it goes out of bounds. Last touch Walker. So it's going to be Oklahoma City ball. Under the basket out of bounds for the Thunder with 19 on the shot clock. Giddy to trigger. Gets it into Trey Mann. Mann guarded by Walker. Back to Williams on the left wing. Didn't want the three. Now he gets it to Kenrich Williams, who called for a screen. Williams pulls up at the left elbow. Couldn't get it to go, but they're going to call it James for a shooting foul. So Kenrich Williams to the free throw line for two. And I know that was an astronomically difficult uh, scoop layup for LeBron James, but it's one we've seen him finish a thousand times before. Just left it a little short there. So here's Kenrich Williams wearing number 34 on the back of his jersey. Too far right on the first of two. Couldn't get it to go. 37 seconds played into the second quarter. So a two-point lead for Oklahoma City. Williams taking a couple of dribbles. Bends the knees and fires. Gets the back end of two. A one for two trip to the line there for Kenrich Williams. 37-34 Oklahoma City. Lakers ball, here's James on the right wing. Back to Westbrook, top of the key. Westbrook gets to his left hand in the paint. Out to Troy Brown Jr., extra feed. Lonnie Walker drills it on the left wing from downtown. And Lonnie Walker ties up the ball game at 37. That was great ball movement by the Lakers, Griffin. Sure. Trey Mann can't connect on the mid-range shot on the right side. Rebound, Bryant on the right side. Now here's James, full head of steam, draws the foul, and gets a continuation. LeBron James with the end one opportunity. That's classic LBJ right there. Put your head down, get to the rim. Nobody better than that in the NBA history. Wiggins could not absorb the, the left shoulder from LeBron. Those are some broad shoulders that LeBron got on it. <laughs> 20 Grown years man of strength. strength. Yes, 20 years of strength. <laughs> As he knocks down the free throw to complete the three-point play. LeBron has 11 points tonight. Four for eight from the field. Here's Giddy feeding inside for Wiggins. Wiggins back out to Williams. And Williams works it around to Trey Mann. Trey Mann works it around. And Andrew Aaron Wiggins, excuse me, gets it over to Kenrich Williams. He probes it to the paint. Back out Jalen Williams for a three. He rattles it in. Jalen Williams knocks up the score at 40 with 10.25 to play in the second quarter. So there's James going downhill, the Euro step, another and one opportunity. LeBron James shaking his head, saying these young boys can't guard me. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Jalen Williams on one side hitting the three. LeBron's going to answer the old-fashioned way with the AM one at the line. 23 points away from the scoring record. There's Shannon Sharp also on the left base, on the left sideline, in that corner. Big fan of LeBron James is the great Hall of Famer tight end, Shannon Sharp. James connects on the free throw to complete the three-point play. 14 points for LeBron. He needs 22 more to break the scoring record. We're here early in the second quarter. Giddy lost it. Walker ahead to Westbrook, and Westbrook cocks it back and throws it down with the right hand. Timeout, Oklahoma City. The lead is five for the Lakers with 10.05 remaining in the second quarter. 45-40, L.A. John, how do you like the Lakers coming out here to start in this second quarter? 
I love it. That's what you want. That's what makes the NBA great, right? Classic steel defense, fast break, and offense, and Russell Westbrook with a thunderous dunk after a couple of and-ones from LeBron. Great effort by the Lakers, and it's maybe starting to think, Griffin, that this could actually happen here tonight if they keep this up. Yeah, no, LeBron is starting to fill it up in the scoring column. He is 22 points away. He's got 14 first-half points thus far, and counting. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun so far. And like we said, I know I talked about it earlier with the Thunder just playing the other day after the loss to the Warriors. Again, the Lakers are on an 11-4 run in the second. We still got 10-05 left to go in the first half, 45-40. to So hold all tickets here. We could be getting some uh, nice point totals when it's all said and done, if these teams can keep it up. Yeah, no, it's been a high-scoring affair thus far. I believe the over-under was at 240, so it was high coming into the game, the much-anticipated high-scoring affair, and it's played to that thus far. Yeah, you got that right. I was looking at Roto-Wire, 240. That's that's crazy. <laughs> 240, yeah, no, that's high. That's high. It looks, it looks like they're on pace to get there, though. Hey, All man. the sports betters out there. <laughs> You, you never know with all these guys. They always seem to get that right, don't they? I'm not a betting man myself, but it seems like it's always to the T. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, the sports betting world is its definitely wild nowadays. What, what are your thoughts on that? While well, we have a couple more seconds here left in this timeout, the sports betting nowadays and how advertised it is. It's all over the place now, and I understand that you know leagues and everyone else make money off of it so it's important to get all that ad revenue i only just caution people please only spend what you can afford to spend <laughs> yeah no absolutely responsible gambling is definitely a suggestion from uh <laughs> sports books such as DraftKings and FanDuel but it's but like you said griffin it's a part of the game in all sports now but it's it's not going away so yeah, you're no, going to have to learn to live with all of it it's definitely here to stay. I mean, you see all all of the advertisements everywhere. Even if you're driving on the highway, you know, you're you're bound to run into a billboard that's promoting DraftKings or FanDuel or any of those major sports books. What I can say too it would be nice if all of us as uh, regular citizens would get a kickback on our cable bills, streaming bills, and everything else with all these advertisements. Oh no! Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> So we're about to come out of the timeout here. Lakers ahead by five, 45-40. It's been a competitive game thus far. It was a two-point lead for the Thunder at the end of the first quarter, but it's plus seven for the Lakers here in this second quarter to start. Not even two minutes in, 10.05 remaining. Thunderball coming out of here of the timeout, getting into the front court. Chest pass for Williams on the right wing. Lakers in a little bit of a zone here. Looks like a 2-3. Here's Jalen Williams, chest pass to Giddy. Giddy finds Kendrick Williams, back out. Williams on the right wing, and he knocks down a big three-pointer for the Thunder to bring them within two. That's the best way you break a zone there, Griffin. Make shots. Quick passes as well. So here's Westbrook handing off for James on the left wing. James guarded by Williams. Kendrick Williams, that is. James trying to get to his left hand. Now in the paint. James backing in Williams. Back out to Brown Jr. with four on the shot clock. Troy Brown Jr. putting on the moves. Got to put up a shot. He does at the horn. Right. It's a brick. And it's a 24-second shot clock violation on the Lakers with 924 
remaining in the second quarter. LeBron got stuck in a little bit of a half pass, half shot there. Man, everyone is here on hand in the Crypto.com arena. You got Bronny James, Bryce James right there. You got Jay-Z in the crowd on hand for LeBron to possibly break the scoring record. Here's Kendrick Williams for three, back iron. Rebound tip for him, won by Jalen Williams. Finds Williams, back to Williams. A lot of Williams here. He drives down and couldn't lay it in, but a foul is called on the Lakers. You know what? They might be trading uh, some size in between both of the Jalen Williams, but they can <laughs> definitely knock it down from deep. I love it. There's a lot of Williams to keep track of. Bronny James and Bryce James, the two sons of LeBron James, are on that baseline right across from the Oklahoma City Thunder bench as Williams knocks down the first of two. They're right behind the basket. Watching Pops serve buckets and try and break that scoring record. That was a good uh, score overlay on the left side. Four rookies and six second-year players for the Thunder. My goodness. Yeah, their youngest player is 19. So here's Williams trying now to score at 45, able to do just that. A little over nine minutes to play here in the second quarter. Schroeder now into the front court on the left side. Moves over to the right side. Chest pass for Lonnie Walker. Tees up a three straight away. Doesn't drop in. Williams a rebound and the outlet pass to Williams on the right side. Kenrich Williams, chest pass to Giddy between the circles. Giddy moving with his left hand back out. Williams thought about the three straight away and said he's going to hand off for Aaron Wiggins, who's going baseline on the right side, stops in the paint, back out Williams. Williams drives inside, kick out. Jalen Williams tees up a three and buries it. And Oklahoma City on an 8-0 run right out of the timeout. He didn't have to play here in the second quarter. Yeah, the Lakers are going to have to try to find a way to stop some of this three-point shooting, no doubt. Both teams shooting exceptional from three-point range. Oklahoma City 10 for 15, Lakers 6 for 12. James finds Reeves on the right wing. Reeves tees up a three, short, hit the front of the iron. And Williams out of the pack into the front court on the left side. Left-handed pass to Williams. Williams over to Giddy on the right side. Williams, or Giddy goes inside. Left-handed layup off glass, Josh Giddy. Gets to the hole and gets Oklahoma City a five-point lead. It's a 10-0 run for the Thunder in the last two minutes. James trying to end the run. He does with a three-pointer straight away. LeBron James, 19 points away from breaking the scoring record. That was a basket the Lakers really John, needed. He might do it here in the first half. He's got 17 first half points. Yeah, big-time basket for the Lakers. They needed that desperately. Giddy floats it up and in, gets the roll. Josh Giddy, back-to-back buckets for the Thunder, and they have a four-point lead, 52-48. James on the left wing, almost drawing a double. He's going to go to the cross-court to Reeves in the right corner. Reeves bounces it inside for Bryant, and Thomas Bryant with the one-handed jam in the paint. 52-50, Oklahoma City. 7-10 remaining here in the second quarter. Williams on the Right wing stepping back, three ball, no. Rebound, Bryant on the right side of the paint, and now James into the front court. James down the middle, gets to his right hand off the Bryant screen, spins, layup, no, foul called on the Thunder. James to the free throw line for two with 6.56 remaining in the second quarter. Hey, Griffin, I don't get a chance to say this too often, but you think about these two teams and their records right now. Let's throw it out the window. This has been an outstanding basketball game so far. 
Yeah, no, totally. I mean, two teams that are under 500, but they are playing very good basketball here. Clearly, even evenly matched. And something I've noticed, as James leaves the first of two short and hit the front of the iron, something I've noticed, where is Anthony Davis? That where did a, he go? That's a good question there, Griffin. We're going to have to keep our eyes out on that one. I see him on the floor now, but he hasn't really done much so far in the game. Oh, oh, okay. I thought Anthony Davis was possibly left the game for an injury. But, yeah, like you mentioned, he is back on the floor. So that's a good sign for the Lakers. As James getting set for the second of two, get the back end of two. One for two from the line from James. He's got 18 points, 18 points away from the scoring record. He's halfway there here in this golf, in this ball game. Wiggins goes down the lane, fadeaway jump shot, in and out, James the rebound. And here comes the Lakers, trailing by one. James gets to his right hand, bulldozes his way into the paint, and he got whacked. Layup doesn't go, but James is going back to the free throw line. And I'm not going to lie and say it wasn't a foul, but I'd hate to be one of those referees that have to swallow the whistle when LeBron James goes to the line. Yeah, he definitely got whacked there by Gilgis Alexander. 6.38 remaining in the second quarter. James for two at the line. And he's halfway there. He needed 36 points coming into this game. He's at 18 first half points. First of two is up and good. James gets the, gets the bounce. And ties up the game at 52. James bends the knees. Releases a second of two and connects. Perfect trip to the line there for James. He's 16 points away from breaking the scoring record. 21st half points for James. Here's Isaiah Joe moving to his left off the Muscala screen. Finds him on the roll. That's a nice bounce from Isaiah Joe. And a nice reverse finish there with the left hand off glass from Mike Muscala. With all the fanfare, Oklahoma City's not going away. Here's Beverly on the left wing looking for Davis in the short corner on the left side. Davis guarded by Muscala. Finds Beverly in the paint. Beverly out to Schroeder. Right wing three from Schroeder. We're going to get a traveling violation on Beverly. Dwayne Wade in the house. Jeannie Buss sitting right behind him. Denzel Washington as well. Everyone's on hand for yes. this game. Yes, they Supposedly are. Definitely. much NBA history. Muscala the handoff for Williams. Williams the pull up at the... Foul line, double clutch it, almost went in, hit the back of the iron. Williams tracks down the rebound, that's a Muscala, that's his fourth main three-pointer. <laughs> Mike Muscala on a heater from downtown. Man, he's certainly feeling himself right now. Oklahoma City can use all these points. 57-53, we get a foul away from the ball. It's going to go against Muscala. Davis draws the foul, and the Lakers are in the, in the bonus. Excuse me, no, the Thunder are in the penalty, so the Lakers will be shooting free throws. Anthony Davis to the line for two with 5.34 remaining in the second quarter. James checks out a little under six minutes to play in the second quarter. So as it stands right now, he'd need 16 points in the next part of the half. I have to believe that he can do it. The one thing we can say right now, Griffin, is he's very efficient. Six of ten shooting is playing a great game. He's not yeah. chucking up everything to get his points. Davis knocked down the first of two. Yeah, like you mentioned there, John, James taking smart shots, getting to the hole, bulldozing his way down the lane. As Davis misses a second, left it short, hit the front of the iron, and 
Isaiah Joe with the rebound into the front court now on the left side. Pulls up for three on the left wing. Lakers didn't pick him up, and he said, well, I'll just step into it and knock it down. 60-54, Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City shooting 67% from three-point range. They're 12 for 18 from beyond the arc. Unbelievable shooting display from the Thunder here in this first half. Do you expect it to continue throughout the game? Well, if they're going to leave those kind of looks open there for Isaiah Joe, Darvin Ham's going to need to make some adjustments because that's just too wide open. There's Beverly at the free throw line. Lakers in the bonus, and they're missing some free throws here. Beverly left the first one short as it hit the front of the iron. Yeah, Beverly this Go ahead. Beverly this season averaging 6.4 points per game for the Lakers as he gets the back end of two. They're leaving some lettuce at the line here when this could easily be tied. Yeah, so the Lakers trail by five, 60-55. Here's Williams darting down the lane and finishing with the left hand. Jalen Williams, a nice attack of the basket. And the Thunder lead by seven. Beverly finding a cutting Westbrook, and Westbrook smoked the layup. He had it with the left hand and just missed it. Here's Isaiah Joe swinging over to Williams. Williams to get Shea Gilgis-Alexander stepping back, crossing over, and getting the jump shot from the foul line. Shea Gilgis-Alexander in his bag. And the Thunder have a nine-point lead. Shea Gilgis-Alexander, 15 points. Darvin Ham wants a timeout with 431 remaining in the second quarter. So the Lakers came out to start that second quarter in the first few minutes firing. But it's been the Thunder who have responded, and now they lead 64-55 with 431 remaining in the first half. I'm going to tell you, Griffin, that's just not fair to what uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander just did. I love watching NBA players dominate in the mid-range game. They say it's a lost art. Certainly doesn't seem like that. And for Shea Gilgis, 4 or 5, 15 points, he's having a great game as well. Yeah, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, again, just so crafty. And nifty with the way that he scores the basketball. Again, he can score from all three levels, averaging 31 points per game. And you see there, faked like he was going to go down the lane and then just kind of stepped back, pulled it back on Davis, created the separation, and buried the jump shot from the foul line. Yeah, it's all about being lethal. You don't have to have the fastest wheels, the fastest jets in the world. You don't need to be Ja Morant. You can still be very, very lethal. And again, I'll say this. You talk about some of the best point guards and things like that in the West. You know we can say Luka, but again, it's really not fair because the guy's like, what, six foot eight? He's more of a small forward. But I mean, when yeah, you, when you think about that. Pounds. Right. When, when you think about that, SGA is on that short list. I would even say, I know this is probably going to be blasphemy for some of you, I'd probably take him over John Morant. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I, definitely some people might disagree with that, but, you know, that that's, that's a fair comparison there. I mean, he's averaging more points per game than Ja, and, you know, he's, yeah, I, I think most people would just say Ja because of the more flashy play. Sure. But yeah. Yeah, in terms of scoring the basketball, I mean, Shea Gilgis-Alexander is definitely a better three-level scorer than John Moran. He can shoot it way better than Ja can. 
Yeah, the only thing SGA can't do, you can't throw lobs up to your point guard all the time. <laughs> <laughs> right. That That's where John Morant creates a little separation is the athleticism. But skill-wise on the offensive end, it's, it's going SGA. I, there's no doubt about it, and again, I'm not trying to say anything too crazy, but from what we've witnessed so far in this game, honestly, it's been a lot better than I've expected. You got LeBron James, 15 point, or 15 minutes, 6 of 10, shooting 20 points already, and then on the other side, you got SGA again, 4 of 5, 14 minutes, 15 points. It's been the three-point shooting express, like we said, but I don't think that's going to change, Griffin, unless this defense starts to get a little bit better. I mean, some of these have just been wide open. Yeah, no, uh, undoubtedly. It's uh, it's definitely going to be interesting to see what what uh, what both coaches, what adjustments that both yeah. coaches make in during halftime. You know, I wonder if we're going to see the same type of scoring in the second half than we have in the first half. It's it's definitely been an abundance of points for both teams here in this first half, and we still have four and a half minutes to play. <laughs> yes, we do. So we're coming out of the Lakers' time out here. Look at the previous players to hold the NBA all-time scoring title. couple players, but none other than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who has held the record for 39 years. And it's going to be broken by LeBron James. Here is Giddy extending the lead for the Thunder. They're on a 14-2 run in the last 2 minutes and 20 seconds. Rui Hachimura in the short corner on the left side, trying to drive baseline. Pulls back the jump shot, off, and Williams the rebound, and here comes the Thunder, ahead by double digits. Gilgis Alexander on the right side, dribbled it off his foot, regains it, though, on the perimeter. Gets to his right hand, steps back, mid-range shot, short corner right side, no. Westbrook the rebound, and he outlets Hachimura on the left side. Hachimura finds a wide-open shooter in the right corner. Lakers need it. They're not going to get it from Schroeder. Rebound fought for and won by Gilgis Alexander and brings it into the front corner on the right side. Gilgis Alexander in the mid post on the right side backing in Westbrook. Gilgis Alexander spins off of him. Big shot. Oh, that is smooth. <laughs> get shade. Gilgis Alexander can't be stopped. He stole that rebound from Davis and then hit the mid range. My goodness. As Schroeder comes on the other end, gets to the hole, and finishes with the right hand off the window. Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Keep feeding him the ball if you're the Thunder. Here's Williams at the top of the key. Gets to his left hand. Oh, that's a nice take. Jalen Williams to the hole. No resistance from the Lakers' defense. Hachimura just let him go right by him. 2.45 to play here in the first half. Schroeder thought about the three. Swings it over to Westbrook on the left wing. Westbrook short on the three and Giddy with the rebound on the left side. Now Giddy into the front court on the right side. Josh Giddy guarded by Westbrook. Oklahoma City ahead by 13. Giddy into the paint. Floats it up and floats it in. The push shot from Josh Giddy. It's the largest lead of the night for Oklahoma City. They're ahead by 15. Schroeder gets to his left hand. Back out. Westbrook tees up another three and that's this time Westbrook successful. Downtown hit from Russell Westbrook brings the Lakers within a dozen. 2.05 to play here in the first half. If they're not going to respect him, he's got to keep him honest. Here's Gilgis Alexander getting to the hole. Couldn't finish the bunny. Hachimura the rebound and into the front court is Schroeder. Chest pass to Westbrook, left wing. Another three. 
not, not this time. Davis, the offensive rebound, and goes back up and in and puts it in off the window on the right side of the glass. Ten-point game, 72-62. Seven points, three for six from the field for Anthony Davis. 90 seconds remain here in the first half. Isaiah Joe off the catch-and-shoot three, off. Davis the rebound. And here comes Schroeder in the front court on the right side. Schroeder crossing over right to left, into the paint. Scoop layup with the left hand, goes off glass. And the Lakers on a little bit of a run here. They were down 15. Now they're on a 7-0 run in the last 63 seconds. 72-64 Oklahoma City, 65 seconds remaining here in the first half. Gilgis Alexander at the right elbow. Get, sees a double. He got fouled by Westbrook, put up the shot, couldn't get it to go. I wonder if they're going to call that on the floor in the act of shooting. It looked like it, it was in the act of shooting. Yep, James he's going to be going to the free throw line. James is going to check in with 59.1 seconds remaining in the first half. Looks like we might have an issue here with the score clock, so there might be some extending talking points from us. What I was going to say, you brought up a good point there, Griffin, just a couple moments ago. That was a big-time 7 nothing run for the Lakers because it certainly seemed like the game was getting away from them in the last, uh, you know, about four minutes to go in the second. Yeah, no, absolutely. There was the, the Thunder were able to extend their lead to 15, like you just mentioned. It was starting to get away from the Lakers. They needed that 7-0 run there. So we are going to go to a commercial break right now because they need to fix the score clock. Yeah, it looks like they're having some trouble with the with the clock. On It's only on one side of the hoop. It's on the hoop that the Thunder are scoring on. It's so there's 59.1 seconds remaining in the first half, and we have a little bit of an issue here with the clock. It's one of these situations, Griffin, I know it's the first time you and I have uh, hooked up on a cast, and it's been a lot of fun so far, but I tend to bring that out on a lot of the casts that I do, regardless if it's hockey, baseball, or basketball, so my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely, absolutely. And like you mentioned, I've had a lot of fun here. It's been, it's been a great broadcast thus far. I get a chance to uh, do a lot of these. It's usually solo endeavors, I imagine, a lot of that stuff for yourself. But are you, you said you're going to be a broadcast announcer out of Quinnipiac. I know Quinnipiac yes. is a wonderful uh, hockey program, that's for sure. Yeah, I actually just did a hockey game the other week. But I do mostly basketball here in the winter. And then in the, um, in the fall, I did soccer, rugby, awesome. um, volleyball. In the spring, I'll do some baseball, softball, and some lacrosse. And so you got all the assets covered there. I like it there. That's nice. Yeah, no. yeah I'm, about, I'm about to graduate here at Quinnipiac. I'm a senior. So, uh, yeah, about, about to graduate. That's very cool because I know I had a chance to listen to you a couple times before uh, ColorCast folded. And I want to say you do great work, so I was looking forward to uh, doing this broadcast with you. Absolutely. I, I really appreciate that, John. Absolutely. We, we, we got a look here at what Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did to break the all-time scoring record back in 1984. As Shade Gilgis Alexander knocks down the first of two, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar hit that sky hook on the right baseline to claim the scoring record, claim that number one spot, and 39 years later, LeBron James, 16 points away. 
Unbelievable, Griffin. I honestly never thought it would happen. LeBron came along in 2003 and the journey started. I mean, how many of these players can be that good as soon as they step out on the NBA court? We've been watching his game since high school. Absolutely. Yeah, I was definitely a little too I was uh, too young to watch the beginning of his career and, <laughs> and his high school days, but I know how hyped up he was yeah. coming out of high school, and he has lived up to those expectations and more. Yeah, regardless of where he will fit into the Mount Rushmore, people can argue that all day long, but LeBron is going to be one of the greatest to ever do it. So here he is at the foul line extended, tried to get the chest pass to Schroeder on the left wing, but it was deflected out of bounds by Williams. So it'll be a side out for the Lakers on the left sideline. Schroeder's going to tee up a three. Can't hit Williams the rebound in the paint. And Gilgis Alexander jogging into the front court on the right side. 30 seconds remaining. Gilgis Alexander out to Williams in the right corner. Now Williams goes across the lane. Fadeaway jump shot rattles it in. Tough running jump shot from Jalen Williams. Big 15 points from two. Six of ten shooting. 76-64, Oklahoma City. That lead is back to double digits for Oklahoma City. 25.6 seconds remaining in the first half. 1.6 second different shot clock, game clock for the Lakers to work with. Schroeder into the front court. Schroeder moving to his left, now on the left wing. Looking for James. Schroeder over to Davis in the right corner. Davis isolated. Bounces it for Schroeder. Schroeder goes down the lane. Couldn't finish, but a foul is called on the Thunder. So Schroeder with 9.8 seconds remaining in the first half will head to the free throw line for two free throws. I know this is going to be a difficult question to answer there, Griffin, but I know everybody wants to see LeBron break the scoring record, but don't you really want to see both? That matters a lot right now. This is a big game. Yeah, no, I mean, it's... <laughs> He's definitely going to want to break it tonight, but the Lakers are definitely going to want to get a win yes. here while he breaks it. As Schroeder knocks down the first of two. And, you know, it's only an 11-point lead. You know, we see how quickly these leads disappear in the NBA. An 11-point lead is really nothing. That could be erased in the matter of 100 seconds. So here's Schroeder at the free throw line. Made the first of two. Benzanese releases the second and splashes it down. 76-66. Here's Williams into the front court. Six seconds, five seconds. Williams to the hole. Couldn't lay it in. James the rebound with two. James got to put it up. Doesn't get it to go at the horn. That'll do it for the first half. Oklahoma City Thunder, 76. Los Angeles Lakers, 66. LeBron James, 16 points away from passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on the NBA's all-time scoring list. John, what are, what are your takeaways from that first half? I guess it shouldn't be any surprise to anyone listening or following along on the YouTube side or Twitter spaces that LeBron is the leading scorer. But again, what I like is the 6 of 10 shooting. He's been very efficient. On the other side, though, I have to say this about the Lakers. I think their three-point defense has been very subpar. Both of these teams are shooting very well. The Lakers, 8 of 19 from distance. But the Thunder, 12 of 19. And you could throw all three Williams players in a blender right now for the Oklahoma City Thunder, and I think it would come up aces because, you know, these kids can play. Oklahoma City's looked very good. Yeah, I mean, you look at both teams' defenses, 
both teams have not played well <laughs> on the defensive side of the ball. Lakers giving up 76 first half points to the Thunder, and then the Thunder giving up 66 first half points for the, for the Lakers. I mean, the shooting disparities here are ridiculous. Oklahoma City shooting 59% from the field, Lakers 50%, Oklahoma City shooting 63% from downtown, <laughs> Lakers 42%, Lakers struggling from the free throw line, however, 67%, Oklahoma City, Thunder, not struggling from the free throw line, they're 86%. So, yeah, the, the shooting, I mean, it has been super efficient from both teams tonight. only thing that you can point out is the Lakers' foul shooting. They've been leaving a few free throws at the charity stripe, 12 for 18 on the night. Yeah, they have. And I know this has been a button that's probably been punched a lot, but it's the first time that I could ask you this question. So, Anthony Davis, he has sometimes he has some monster games, sometimes he doesn't. But is he ever going to have that mentality there, Griffin, where he's going to demand the basketball and take over? Yeah, I mean, I think you, you've seen it here and there, um, especially in his first season with the Lakers. He really demanded the basketball. But, you know, with him being injured this season and missing 20 or so games, you know, it, it's definitely going to take him a little bit more to get back into that rhythm of really scoring the basketball. But, you know, I think that the Lakers, you know, obviously the number one option tonight is LeBron. But I think depending on the matchup, the number one option could be Anthony Davis versus certain teams. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I, I say this, and I, I mean this with all honesty. As soon as Anthony Davis had stepped foot on a basketball court, I thought he could be one of the best centers in the league. And by far, his numbers have always been that. He's always been an all-star, or deservingly so, if he doesn't always get in. It's just it's just some of the injuries, but you know he's an elite rim protector. He can rebound at a high level. The only thing Anthony Davis hasn't done, and that's probably because of the injuries, like you said there, Griffin. Three point ball this year, he's about 28 percent. He's usually uh, around 32, so that's got to go up there a tick. But if he can live inside and dominant, like you said, against some of these other front court, I believe he can still do that. But I can't believe that Anthony Davis is almost about to turn 30 years old. That makes me feel old. <laughs> Yeah, he was selected with the number one overall pick in the 2012 NBA draft. Back then, I was in sixth grade, so I remember <laughs> when he got drafted. See, yeah, I'm a little bit up on you then, because I'm 35. I've been doing this stuff for a while there. I'm not uh, a professional or anything, but the Hopeful Sports Guy podcast, I do a lot of stuff with uh, hockey, basketball, and baseball, but I'd like to spread in other sports. The only thing I can't really do confidently is because I just don't know enough about it as uh, like football, NFL, and things like that. But everything else I'd like to uh, definitely give it a go. It's been a lot of fun, and I'm really glad we got a chance to do this broadcast. Hopefully we get a chance to do more. Yeah, no, we, we definitely have to do a lot more. I, I have a ton of time on my hands here at school. Um, you know, yeah, no, definitely. we we, we got to do this more. This has been a lot of fun. I, I love getting getting in this rep with you um do you want to take a five ten minute break i think i'm going to go run to the bathroom for halftime then we'll meet back in like the latest 10 minutes all right sounds good all right sweet sounds good john yep. i'll see you back here in a few minutes okay john the uh second half just commenced lakers gotta stop and lebron james 21st half points lakers ball trailing by 10 davis at the right elbow Hands off for James on the right wing. James gets around the Davis screen to his right. Fakes the jump shot in the short corner on the right side. Now fires too strong. And Williams with the rebound. Getting out into the front court. 
Chest pass to Williams, who gets the chest pass to Gilgis Alexander between the circles, gets to his left hand, penetrates back out Williams, back to Gilgis Alexander with eight on the shot clock on the left wing. Gilgis Alexander gets to his right hand, quick move into the paint, jumper, money. Shea Gilgis Alexander with the eight-foot jump shot. 12-point lead for Oklahoma City. Beverly on the right wing. Tries to get inside. The reds it inside for Davis. The bounce pass and Davis's push shot is good. 78-68, Oklahoma City. 10:45 remaining here in this third quarter. You're going to want that secondary scoring there from the Lakers, and we'll see if that can get Anthony Davis going. Here's Getty with the chest pass to Williams. Williams the chest pass to Williams in the left corner. Back to Williams. Kenridge Williams on the left wing. Williams three. No, hits the front of the iron, not enough. And Davis the rebound with the outlet to Beverly on the right side. Beverly lost it in for James. As it goes out of bounds, they're going to say last touch for Los Angeles. Oklahoma City ball with 10-21 to play in the third. Williams near the timeline, getting harassed by Beverly, and they're going to call Beverly for the reach-in foul on the perimeter. Beverly will a little fired up about the call. 78-68, Oklahoma City. If you're just tuning in, Griffin Gass alongside John Ott here on the call on Twitter MySpaces. Here's Jalen Williams getting to his left hand. Find the back door to Giddy. Beverly fell asleep, and Giddy went baseline, and Williams found the cutter. That's a, such a pretty play there, Griffin. Horrible defensive breakdown there, too, <laughs> from the Lakers. Schroeder on the left wing, getting to his right hand, pulls up at the foul line and sticks the jumper. Dennis Schroeder gets the Lakers going here in the second half. 9.40 to play in the third quarter. Gilgis Alexander on the right side. Getting to his left hand, brings it towards the middle, in the paint, out to Giddy. Giddy the chest pass to Williams. Williams back out. Williams chest pass to Giddy. And we're going to get a foul away from the ball, going against the Thunder. That's been the best Laker defense so far, and it wasn't even from them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. Lakers looking to tighten up the screws defensively here. Both teams really are after giving up a lot of first-half points. So there's Beverly. Uh, chest pass to James. Davis on the right elbow. Davis bounces it for James. James on the right side. Slips it for Davis off the bounce. It's taken away by Gilgis Alexander, and here comes Oklahoma City. Gilgis Alexander turned it over. James had to, or Davis had to James. James goes right at Gilgis Alexander. They're going to call him. Shea for the reach-in foul. You know, I the like that, though, Griffin. I like that, though, because most other players would just let him get the two. Shea Gilgis said no, earn it at the line. So the reach-in there on Gilgis Alexander didn't like the call, but nonetheless, James is at the foul line for two with 9-11 to play here in the third quarter. 15 points away. 15 points away, like you said, and... There are so many celebrities in the Crypto.com Arena crowd, it's kind of overwhelming. James gets the first of two. Yeah, like you mentioned, there are a ton <laughs> of celebrities here on hand for LeBron James to possibly make NBA history. The entire family is here. LeBron's mom, Gloria, wife, Savannah. I'm sure Zuri is somewhere over there, but we saw Bryce and Bronny on the baseline. So LeBron knocks down both 22.6 for 11 from the field. Giddy spinning into the lane. Kick out for Williams in the left corner. Fakes the three. Now drives. Couldn't finish, but he got whacked by Schroeder. So Jalen Williams heading to the foul line for two free throws. 
I can say this as a long-suffering Pistons fan now. I would love to have at least one of these young players in Oklahoma City. It looks like all these guys can ball. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, yeah, there are. I'm just looking around courtside, John. I mean, Jay Cole is here. <laughs> JT, like I mentioned earlier. Shannon Sharp. I mean, everyone is here that you could think of. Dwayne Wade, obviously, LeBron's close friend. As Williams knocks down both free throws to get Oklahoma City's lead back to double digits, 82-72. With a little under nine minutes to play here in the third quarter. It's Schroeder on the left side. Now bring it towards the middle. Goes down the lane. The slip for Davis had it stripped away by Williams. Taken by Williams. Here comes Oklahoma City. Finds Giddy going down the lane. Feeds it back to Williams. And he throws it down. Right in the face of Rui Hachimura with the right hand. Basketball in transition, absolutely beautiful. Schroeder back out, James lines up a three, bottom, LeBron James from downtown. Every time the crowd erupts, any time LeBron gets closer with that basket, it's beautiful. James brings the Lakers within single digits, he's got 25 points. Beverly harassing Giddy, Alexander, Gilgis Alexander picks it up, or we're going to get a foul before the shot from Shea Gilgis Alexander. 8-14 to play in the third. And the shot clock is going to reset to 14. Dare I say some of these moments feel eerily similar to Mr. Kobe Bryant. Absolutely. Great penetration there from Schroeder, kicking out to James. So we're going to get a side out on the left sideline for Oklahoma City. Gilgis Alexander to trigger. Bounces it for Giddy in the short corner on the left side. Giddy right-handed pass to Gilgis Alexander on the left wing. Gilgis Alexander gets to his left hand to penetrate back out. Williams fakes the three. Davis does a good job of staying on his feet. Shot no good. James the rebound, and here comes Los Angeles. Trailing by nine. James steps into a three. Boom! <laughs> LeBron James, back-to-back -back threes. And he is eight points away from breaking the all-time scoring record. He's got 28. He's mean-mugging. He's feeling it. And the Lakers are within six. More importantly, Giddy turns the court on the right side and floats it in high off glass. Fans are on their feet here at the Crypto.com Arena. James is very close. Schroeder back out to Beverly on the right wing. Beverly out to Davis. Fakes the three. Now takes a step inside. Lost it. Tough turn over there from the Lakers. Here's Williams going out of the pack. Layup over James is good on the left side of the hole. And the Thunder lead is back to double digits. 88-78. Beverly on the left side. Getting to his right hand. Back out Hachimura. Hachimura getting to his left hand, pulls up at the foul line, extended, and sticks it. Rui Hachimura with a big-time jump shot for the Lakers. It's an eight-point game, a little under seven minutes to play here in the third quarter. 88-80, Oklahoma City. Williams trying to get to his left hand. Left-handed pass out to Williams, who hands it off for Giddy in the left quarter. Giddy guarded by Beverly. Drives baseline. Giddy gets to the hole, couldn't finish, but put it back up and in off the putback. Josh Giddy, the second effort. Sends Oklahoma City lead back to 10. Giddy's got 16 points. Here's Schroeder whipping it out to Beverly in the right corner. They're going to say that Schroeder was on the baseline. We're going to take a timeout with 6.23 to play in the third quarter. It seems John, take away here to start this third quarter. 90-80, Oklahoma City. It seems like an eternity ago when I said a handful of times in the first quarter that there was 
some defense being played. There's not much defense being played right now, my friend, on this side. So these numbers and everything else are going to hit the over. LeBron has been incredibly efficient, as we said. Now four of five from deep as well. as It's 90 to 80, as you called it. And uh, nothing wrong with either team's offense at this point. Yeah, no, you, you definitely cannot complain about the offenses for both teams. But uh, defense is definitely going to be something that is a focus point in the film session for both teams after this game when they prepare for their next. So, as he said, LeBron's got 28. He's very, very close. It certainly seems like he's going to do it right now. But I keep going back to this because I, I can't punch it enough. 8 of 13 shooting, 8 of 10 from the line. He's done everything that they needed him to do right now. And he's the only Laker, actually, with a positive plus-minus point differential. So, when that usually goes the other way, LeBron is having a vintage game here tonight. And he's got the Lakers within striking distance, but he's going to need a little bit more help, Griffin Cass. Yeah, absolutely. James with 28 points. The only Laker that's in double figures is Russell Westbrook with 11. Right. And Anthony Davis with 9. So only two Lakers in double figures. Obviously, James with 28, Westbrook with 11. Looking at Oklahoma City, they have five players in double figures. Jaylen, both Jalen Williams, 12 and 17, respectively. Gilgis Alexander with 21. Giddy with 16. And Mike Muscala with 14. So the Thunder getting a lot more contributions than the Lakers. 14 points in 9 minutes for Muscala off the bench. That's what 4 or 5 from deep can do. And I'll be honest with you, Griffin, this is the first time that I've watched OKC live. Um, that's, they really impressed me. I understand this is a young team. I understand the Lakers have some pitfalls, and I get where the records are between both. But to get that type of balanced scoring, I think any team, any general manager in the NBA would be salivating to get something like that. Yeah, no, this is a very young team that does not seem afraid of the moment here. I mean, they could have, you know, they understand coming into this, oh, LeBron is 36 points away, you know, we can just roll over, let him get there, and we'll move on to the next. Right. No, they're out here to compete and to win this game and to spoil LeBron's historic night. Yeah, no, that's what I absolutely love. You can't say that any better than what you just did because that's exactly what we're seeing right now. And again, we've, we've said it, but... Can the three-point shooting percentage, can that be stopped? Because right now, OKC's still shooting about 57%. So that's got to change. The Lakers got to find some stops other than Oklahoma City turning it over themselves. And, you know, we talk about this team. I, I cannot wait for the Thunder to get Chet Holmgren back next year and see oh how he fits into this young core. Right. Going to be very interesting. Chet Holmgren still only 20 years old. Again, missing his rookie year this year because of his foot injury that he sustained in a crossover, Jamal, Cross Jamal Crawford's crossover pro-am game in Seattle over the summer. LeBron was actually in the play that injured Chet Holmgren. He went at him full head of steam, and Chet landed awkwardly getting, you know, dr driven at by LeBron as Gilgis Alexander knocks in the mid-range shot on the left side. He was putting a little crossover in on his own shit, Gilgis. That was gorgeous. Lead back to a dozen for Oklahoma City. 5.45 to play in the third. Westbrook getting the screen from James. Westbrook tried to slip it to him, but a miscommunication there. James was popping. Here's Giddy, high off glass, couldn't lay it in. James snatches the rebound and outlets to Westbrook on the right side. Westbrook 
Brings it towards the middle. Now it goes to the left, to the left wing. Brian set the screen. Westbrook thought about the three. Now he's going to get to his right hand. Gets all the way to the hole, but he missed the bunny. Rebound, Giddy. Here comes the Thunder with the five on four. Threw it right into the hands of James. And now Westbrook comes ahead with the steal. The feed to James. James lays it in with the right hand off glass, and he's six points away. James has 30. Nine for 14 from the field, four for five from downtown. Giddy, excuse me, Gilgis Alexander, the jump shot, no. Rebound, Bryant, here comes James. James, full head of steam into the paint. They're going to call it charging violation on LeBron. Great job of setting the feet from Jalen Williams, and James acknowledges it from Jalen Williams. No doubt about that, Griffin. There's not too many players that want to take 240-plus pounds right in the chest. Good job. <laughs> 240 plus pounds of pure steel from LeBron. <laughs> so 92-82 Oklahoma City, 450 to play here in the third quarter. LeBron James, six points away from breaking the all-time scoring record. Jalen Williams stops, pops, paint jump shot, no. James the rebound on the weak side. James gets to his left hand, spins into the paint, off glass, no. Offensive rebound, Bryant back up and in, Thomas Bryant. We're doing work down low, and Oklahoma City's going to want to call a timeout. 92-84, Thunder with 431 remaining in the third quarter. Griffin, this feels like maybe the second time here that the Lakers have gotten within eight. That's about as close as they've gotten with some of these runs Oklahoma City has. So we'll see if they can sustain it, have a little bit of a stronger end of this third, and give themselves a chance when they get into the fourth quarter shortly. Yeah, absolutely. Nearing the ending play, ending minutes here in the third quarter, Lakers within eight. Something that'd be interesting to see how this third quarter ends. Honestly, wonder too for Oklahoma City again. I'm going to wonder if Mike Boscala is going to get some more time, or if he spent all his energy in the nine minutes getting 14 points. Might be able to give him some bench time before the end of this third. No doubt. It's, you think you think LeBron's going to do it by the end of the third here? I think it's very possible there, Griffin. And I, I honestly, if, if you would have asked me from the very beginning if LeBron was going to do it tonight, I thought he might have ended up three, four points short. I know that's sacrilege to say, but I, again, you used to go ahead and think it's still difficult to score another 36 points in a game, but it's just because it's LeBron, it looks so routine. Yeah, absolutely. So we're about to be coming out of the timeout here soon enough. You, know, you look at LeBron, 30 points tonight for the Lakers. And they've needed every one of these. No doubt. It's interesting to see how much LeBron is going to have to carry the scoring load <laughs> here tonight. He's, he's right at his average, correct, with 30 points right now. So, I mean... He's having one heck of a ball game here. We'll see if they can continue that. Again, as we talk about going into this broadcast, both these teams about a game, game and a half out respectively of the spot number 10 for the play-in to qualify for that. And again, if the Lakers are completely healthy going into that, you would imagine they'd have a good chance. Uh, Steph Curry got injured a little bit, so he's going to be out for a few weeks, but a vintage performance the other day from Clay Thompson in the win for Golden State over Oklahoma City. I believe he hit like 11 threes last night. He was incredible. 
Yeah, the playing tournament and really both – I mean, I love the addition of the playing tournament. I would love to get your thoughts about it. But the playing tournament, I mean, it, it brings a whole nother excitement to the postseason, I feel like. And it also reduces the urge to tank as a team because you have a new opportunity a little bit to get into the postseason. That's the key for me. You nailed it there, Griffin. You want to cut down on the amount of teams that want to tank. You want to make things competitive. So I couldn't agree with you more. And the ratings for the past two years have been amazing for the playing tournament. Yeah, basketball's so, doing well. So LeBron's on the bench as well as Anthony Davis. So it's going to be Oklahoma City's ball here. Four and a half to play in the third quarter. Joseph Alexander shovels it for Williams on the right side. Williams going down the lane. Brings it back out that bounces it to Joe. Isaiah Joe over to Gilgis Alexander on the right wing. Now he brings it to the top of the key. Put it on the handles. Out to Joe. Long three-pointer is down. Isaiah Joe from three-point range. That was deep. <laughs> Griffin, we keep talking about it. It was deep. But why are these so open? Darvin Ham's going to be asking himself a lot of questions. Westbrook to pull up from the right elbow is too strong. And here comes Gilgis Alexander with an 11-point lead. Alexander, Gilgis Alexander gets to his left hand all the way to the hole and lays it in with the right hand off the glass. The Lakers can do nothing to stop Shea. No, he's a Swiss Army knife right now. Westbrook bounces it. Brown Jr. lays it in off glass. 97-86 Oklahoma City. 325 to play here in the third quarter. Lakers in a 2-3 zone. Goes to Alexander over to Williams, bounces it for Joe in the left corner, short on the three, and Walker with the rebound. Walker into the front court now on the left side. Lonnie Walker brings it towards the middle, around the Bryant screen, the push shot in the paint, too strong. Rebound, Wiggins, with three minutes to play in the third quarter. Here comes Aaron Wiggins with the pass to Joe on the left wing. Isaiah Joe, the chest pass to Muscala, straightaway triple, Mike Muscala can't hit. And Schroeder with the rebound as he brings it to the front court on the right side. Schroeder over to Troy Brown Jr., left wing three, that's money. Troy Brown Jr. from downtown, and the Lakers are within eight. Isaiah Joe sets for three on the right wing, kaboom. Isaiah Joe on a downtown hit, 189, Oklahoma City. And I cannot believe the stat that just went across the screen. 23 straight games for OKC with over 100 points. Are you kidding me? These kids are really good. As Westbrook darted to the hole quickly and finished with the right hand off glass. So it's down to a single-digit game. James and Davis back into the game. Fans are anticipating that this could be the moment. James back into the game with 2.14 remaining in the third. So here we are, John. We're really looking at it now. James, six points away. That would mean three, three, two three-pointers. Excuse me. He's got the same number that's on his jersey right now. That's all it is, <laughs> folks. Six. Westbrook the lob for Davis, and we're going to get a foul on the floor going against Oklahoma City. 2.09 remaining in the third quarter. It's going to be a side out for the Lakers on the right sideline. Lonnie Walker triggers it into Westbrook on the right wing. James comes to set the screen to Westbrook's left. Westbrook uses it. Now lobs it in for James. He touches it and puts it in off the glass. Four points away is LeBron James. 
and the Lakers are within seven. James, 32 points, 10 for 16 from the field. A bullet pass inside from Gilgis Alexander to Williams, and Williams finds Muscala in the short corner on the right side, and he drills the jumper, 102-93. Oklahoma City, the lob inside for Davis from Westbrook, and Davis softly lays it in. Westbrook's getting some LAU practice here with LeBron and Anthony Davis. I love it. All fans are on their feet. No one's sitting here at the Crypto.com Arena. Gilgis Alexander splits the defense, and we're going to get a foul on the floor. The shot clock resets to 14 with 123 remaining in the third. Anyone that has the bet for LeBron to finish it within three quarters might be sweating a little bit here. So side out on the right sideline, they get into Gilgis Alexander. Ten on the shot clock, guarded by Troy Brown Jr., moving to his left, into the paint, the push shot, high jump shot, no. Rebound fought for, one by Davis as he sees it in. Lonnie Walker, the feed for James, he lays it in, James is two points away. That was an incredible effort play there, Griffin, by Anthony Davis, falling into the crowd, saving it for LeBron to get a layup, and again, just two points away from breaking Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record, unbelievable. We're going to take a timeout here. Lonnie Walker, the shovel to LeBron, 106 remaining in the third quarter, 102-97. All right, John, this is the time. What are we thinking that LeBron is going to go to here to break the scoring record? He's two points away, so a, a two-point sky hook would do it. I would love to see that. I know we talked about that from the open, but why not try to imitate Luol Cinder, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and do the sky hook? That would be tremendous. I'm feeling that he's two points away. I'm feeling the sky hook is coming. <laughs> I feel like he's going to try it. I would love to see it. Again, I went for the thunderous dunk as one of the easy ones because, again, it's been a signature staple of LeBron's career. And even when he gutted out the heart of the going-to-work Pistons that I've been a fan of, LeBron's just been incredible throughout his whole 20 seasons, so consistent, and now just two points away with a minute really left to go in the third. Unbelievable. Just looking at Twitter right now, so many people are like, it's, it's about to happen. So here comes Shea Gilgis Alexander into the front court. Crossing over left to right, gets into the paint. In on Troy Brown Jr. Couldn't get it to go, but he's fouled. So Gilgis Alexander to the free throw line with 58.4 remaining. I know, we can, I know we can talk about some of the superlatives or lack thereof there for the Lakers, but I just don't know how you stop SGA right now. He's just getting living at the line, and he's doing work. Knocks down the first of two. And this one would make it a three-possession game. 103-97 Oklahoma City. LeBron walking back into the front court. Coach Alexander knocks down both free throws. 104-97. Fans are on their feet. They're going to try and get it to James. Puts it in the mid-post on the left side. James guarded by Williams. Going to work it back out to Troy Brown Jr. Back to James on the left wing. James, back out. Troy Brown Jr. works it over to Lonnie Walker in the right corner. Three ball from Walker. No. Rebound, Giddy. And here comes Oklahoma City. Giddy. Stops in the paint. Back out with Scala. Wide open straightaway three. Hits the front of the iron. Troy Brown Jr. rips down the rebound. And hands it off for Westbrook on the right side. At the front court right is Westbrook. Gets the screen from James. 
Now feeds it to him at the right elbow. James, this is it. Backing down Williams. Fade away jumper. It's good. And there it is. LeBron James stands alone as the NBA's all-time scoring leader. That was wonderful, Griffin. A classic fall-away jump shot from about 14 feet. That looks a lot like Michael Jordan. You kind of wonder if he's watching there tonight between all these celebrities and everything else in the crowd. What a moment here at Crypto.com Arena. I was glad I could share it with you. LeBron has done it. Players are on the court. And we're going to have a little ceremony here. I'm... With 10.9 remaining in the third. I imagine that we would. He's getting serenaded with MVP chants, and he's had cameras shoved up in his face all the way from the very inception as he's got his kids, his son, his wife, Jeannie Buss, everybody else. Everybody's congratulating him. What a moment it's been. Again, LeBron has been the staple of consistency from the NBA since the onset. And a fall-away jump shot like that, that is another one of those classic, classic LeBron shots. Just like, again, Kobe and Michael Jordan. It's Laker legend, Laker lore. Now LeBron shares in some of that, too. So that's pretty fantastic there, Griffin. What a moment. It was a one-legged jump shot to his left shoulder. He hit it. And there it is. A staple moment in NBA history that will live on forever. LeBron James is the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. Man, just look at the scene right now at Crypto.com Arena. This is Everybody's amazing. standing. Everybody's on the floor. You see the all-time leading scorer there at the uh, scoreboard and the Jumbotron, and they're doing a little bit of uh, serenation there between LeBron and his first days there with Cleveland all the way till now. you got to know that the pre-package was set to go, and I'm sure the AP wire on the news outlets, Griffin, are set to go to try to meet their deadlines because they knew what was going to happen tonight. And this has just been fantastic. This is amazing. There's a video up on the Jumbotron. The game is on pause here to acknowledge greatness. Yeah, I think you have to there, Griffin, in the sense of it. He's in... He's embodied greatness. He's want to be called the king. Well, you know what he is right now. He's the king of the scoring title now as he passed his Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And as I said, obviously I didn't get a chance to watch Kareem even from my side of things. But just to have him there, that's a great moment because, you know, Griffin, we're starting to lose some of our uh, NBA legends. But we haven't lost Kareem yet. So a chance for him to actually see that live in-house and have LeBron pass him when he honestly thought that maybe it would never be done. Maybe it's hyperbole on my part, but that's incredible. I, I, I really can't say anything other than that for LeBron James because he's just been a model of consistency his whole career. Unbelievable. Adam Silver alongside. So here's going to be the telltale question. At least we'll have maybe another, I don't know how long the ceremony is going to go, but let's say we have about another 10 or 15 minutes to figure out and digest everything that happened. Well, we do have, while the ceremony is going on and Adam Silver is starting to speak, we do have a game that's really close right now, 104.99 with 11 seconds left to go in the third. So anything can happen, and you kind of wonder if everybody's going to be feeling butterflies going into the fourth. I want to hear Adam Silver, what he has to say right now.
all-time scoring leader. Congratulations. Nice to see LeBron tearing up a little bit. It's incredible there, my friend. I'm glad that you're able to get that audio in there live because I know I have the game story and everything else to share with our cast. So I really appreciate you getting that audio in there as this has just been a terrific sight. Again, I, I can run out of superlatives to say I wonder if LeBron's going to take the mic and share some words. So if you want to get that for us, if he happens to, he is actually starting yeah. to cheer up a little bit on my screen. So he's uh, definitely absorbing this moment, and it's very, very well-deserved. I mean, for Christ's sake there, Griffin, he bought a, t a title to the Cleveland Cavaliers. This is incredible. And he's tearing up on center court. It's an emotional, emotional moment.
this year. There, there's the ceremony just wrapped up. What a moment for LeBron James, the Lakers, and the NBA. 1984 to 2023. February 7th, 2023 is going to be a date that is in NBA history. It's something that you and I are never going to forget. And I also like that LeBron also made the mention to David Stern as well because the NBA grew into the cable game and went on TNT and it blossomed and now we are where we are today. It wouldn't be there without him. So yeah, so we we got a closely contested game now. Now that that's out of out of the way per se, we got ten point nine seconds remaining in the third quarter. Oklahoma City one hundred four, Los Angeles ninety nine. We're back into action with Giddy into the front court on the right side. Giddy five four three. Giddy trying to go baseline, shut up nicely by Brown. Whips it out for Joe. Joe at the horn couldn't get the three to go, and that'll do it. For the third quarter, Let's go Oklahoma play. City, 104, Los Angeles, 99 at the end of three. It's going to put all of us now on pids and needles as far as everything that's going to happen. As you said, this game is very close. It's for the taking. Both of these teams really need it right now. So I'll just make this mention again. I'm very curious to wonder, Griffin, how the first three or four minutes of this quarter are going to envelop itself. Is it going to be the same fast pace? Are we going to miss some shots? Are you going to be a little bit clammy? Or is this going to be all systems go? Because this has been a phenomenal game with a phenomenal history that we just witnessed. Yeah, this is, it's it's definitely, how do you think, this is definitely a tough question. How do you think LeBron can lock back in here after accomplishing that, but, you know, realizing that the Lakers got to get this game? That is the Million-dollar question, is it not? Because, again, 12 of 18, 4 of 5, 8 of 10 from the line. He honestly cannot play much better. You had to get to the emotional ceremony with uh, the crying, the speech, everything else like that. And don't get me wrong, everything else was fundamentally deserved. But, yeah, how do you lock back in and key in and do what needs to be done right now? Because if the Lakers want to get wins... They gotta be able to beat a team. Let's face it, Oklahoma City Thunder. We know what their record is. It's very similar to the Lakers, but they have a very young squad. That you said they're pretty much taking all the bullets and they're not being affected by any of it. Lakers, when you're thinking about this game, they should be part of the favorite. I think they started at a six and a half point favorite. So he's got to find a way to lock in, and if he doesn't. I don't know if this will go the Lakers' way because he hasn't had a lot of secondary help tonight. 38,388 and counting for the King, LeBron James. What a moment it was at the end of that third quarter. But we are getting set for the fourth quarter of play in what is a big-time game here for both teams, like we've mentioned. Lakers a half game back from the Thunder in the Western Conference standings. This is a big-time fourth quarter that's coming up. Again, the emotions are behind us now. LeBron has officially passed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the number one scorer in NBA history. And I know We have 12 more minutes of action here in what is going to be a very, very exciting fourth quarter. I know Griffin mentioned this, but I have the uh, 
recording and got all of our audio in there that's going to go with the game story, so I'll have the game story in our podcast. Of the break here. And all of that in there for you after Three the game. Three quarters in the books, one to play. Oklahoma City leads by five. It's going to be the Lakers' ball to start this fourth quarter. We get another look here on the replay at the shot. That did it. It was a free throw, free throw range fadeaway jump shot to his left. LeBron stuck it to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I'm not sure if my uh, microphone... And now the Lakers is... have a game to win. I'm not sure if the microphone... minutes left. Messed up there. You're at the Crypto.com Arena. Griffin Castle alongside John Ott here on Twitter. My Lost a little bit on the feed. That's why uh, stuff was going in and out. If I do get uh, Griffin Cast back, I will put that in there. So right now it's 11.48 left to go in the fourth. I lost him completely, and I think that's why uh, he couldn't hear me when I was trying to talk on some of the stuff. So I'm going to give you this uh, play-by-play here. As this is picked up now by Isaiah Joe. So, that's what we got right now. He might have lost lost the feed in general. So this is picked up by Brown. And the Lakers will take this now left to right across the timeline. Drop pass. They give this to Trey. Picked up now by Russell Westbrook. Westbrook going to take his time near the right side elbow. He's going to try to lean in. And it's going to get touched, last touched off of and stay with the Lakers as this bounces off of Westbrook. <clears throat> so 11-16 left to go in the fourth, nine seconds left to go on the shot clock. Josh Giddy wants to get some clarifications. I don't think he's going to get that, though, but maybe Mark Dagnall is actually going to go ahead and challenge this thing. So if I do get anything else uh, situated, as far as uh, Griffin Cass and all that stuff on the feed, we will get that going, but I think he might have just lost power or something like that or lost... Uh, Internet feed, so I made sure I just muted my mic just in case. It looks like we're good now. Oh, sweet. Looks like we just had a little technical difficulty. So what I was going to say is this uh, game story and everything else, and again, I appreciate you getting all the live audio and all that stuff for us. So it's going to be at hopelesssportsguy.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the stuff on Spotify, on the uh, blog, all the things like that, so it'll be there with the game story, with our audio, everything else on the recording side, so everything else is good. With the little technical difficulty we just had, I just picked up the play-by-play there for about a minute, so no worries on that side. It looks like we're all good. Sweet. Sounds good. 11-16 remaining in the fourth quarter. Timeout has been taken. No points have been scored from either team. We got the trade deadline upcoming on Thursday, but I think the biggest thing had already happened with Kyrie Irving going to the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Griffin, what do you think? Does that change Dallas's fortunes at all? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think it's a win-win trade. I think it's a win-win trade for both teams. I think, you know, Brooklyn obviously they they weren't Kyrie was not wanting to be there, um, so they obviously had to ship him, and they didn't want to lose him in free agency. So they were able to trade for him and get some good pieces back in Spencer Dinwiddie, who. Played for the Nets previously, so he's familiar with the franchise. And then Dorian Finney-Smith, who's a great 3 and D player. They also got some draft capital that I'm sure they're going to flip that into another trade to get another 3 and D type player because, you know, they do have Kevin Durant, so they're not going to really want any draft picks. They're, they're trying to win right now. So, And then on the Mavericks side, you know, you pair Luka Doncic with Kyrie Irving, that is scary in the backcourt to say the least. I mean... 
it's it's going to be tough to outscore them in a 48-minute game. So I, th- I think both teams are going to benefit from this trade. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the Mavericks are definitely going to walk want to lock in Kyrie Irving for the long term. Um, I don't disagree with any of that. And again, if, if I played the devil's advocate approach, it would be from what we obviously know about Kyrie. I just wonder if Dallas was kicking themselves for letting go of Jalen Brunson, and now that they have an opportunity to get Kyrie Irving, they got to try to lock him down on like at least a four-year deal because you don't make that type of trade right unless you know you're going to get him signed. Nico Harrison's got to figure that out. Supposedly Kyrie and Nico have a good relationship. If is Mar- if Mark Cuban's going to be the one to uh, wax poetic here for Kyrie Irving, maybe make it work because, like you said, Luka doesn't have to score 50 every night just to get a win, and they need that point production. No doubt, yeah. I think I think it's going to work out for both teams. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, Dallas is definitely going to lose the trade if – Kyrie Irving does walk in free agency. Right, right. again, because you had Jalen Brunson. He was really good. The Knicks are enjoying his services. Oh, absolutely. The Knicks are thoroughly enjoying his services. <laughs> We're getting more looks here. I know I'm about 40 seconds ahead of Griffin Caster, but some hugs there between LeBron and his teammates, Magic Johnson, everything else, the TNT audio side. Again, Griffin gave us the full... Uh, audio from the live ceremony, so that's going to go pair well with this broadcast. But again, this has been a very close game, 104-99. Yeah, and again, the, this is a high-stake game here in the Western Conference for the Thunder and the Lakers. Again, Thunder own the 12th seed in the West. They are half a game above the 13th seed, the Los Angeles Lakers. So yeah, no, this is a big-time game here. We're returned back to action. Thunder ball with 50 seconds played in this fourth quarter. Jalen Williams with the bounce to Josh Giddy in the mid post on the left side. Shovels Isaiah Joe back to Williams. Williams at the foul line extended. Pulls up the long two and buries it. Jalen Williams with the big time shot to get Oklahoma City on the board here in this fourth quarter. 106-99. Thunder. Westbrook the swing to Lonnie Walker. Back to Westbrook. Westbrook at the right elbow. Now brings it to the top of the key. Guarded by Joe. Gets to his left hand. Backing in Joe. Got him up in the air. Ball is knocked around to Hachimura in the short corner on the right side. Gets Giddy up in the air. Tough jump shot. No problem. Rui Hachimura knocks it down on the right elbow. That was a great basket there by Hachimura. He didn't have a lot of time to work with, but he stayed poised and patient. So 10-20 to play in regulation. Williams back out Joe on the right wing. Chest pass to Williams. Handoff back to Joe. Moving to his right. Kick out. They work it around to Giddy. Giddy, the chest pass out to Wiggins in the left corner. Three on the shot clock. Wiggins crossing over right to left to the hole. Reverse layup. Blocked by Bryant out of bounds. Like that's going to be a 24-second violation on the Thunder with 10.07 to play in regulation. 106-101, Thunder. Two minutes played in this fourth quarter. It's Westbrook on the right side of the perimeter. Pulls up for three. Knocks it down. Russell Westbrook from downtown. 106-104. It's his fourth three of the game. Westbrook feeling it. Nice looking stroke tonight. Giddy's layup off glass. Too strong. Here comes Westbrook down the lane. Out to Hachimura in the left corner. Didn't want the three. Now spinning off of Williams in the paint. Lays it in to tie up the game. Rui Hachimura. 
delivers for the Lakers. 9.25 remaining in the fourth quarter, 106-106. Hachimura, four for five from the field. Joe, catch and shoot three. Oh, my goodness, Isaiah Joe from the parking lot. He can't miss. 109-106, Thunder. Westbrook, back out, Hachimura on the left wing. Didn't want three. Gets to his right hand, steps back, foul line, extended jumper, not enough. Rebounded by Joe. Finds the trailer, it's Giddy. He goes to the hole. Pass, bounces it for Williams, and he lays it in with the left hand off glass over the outstretched Thomas Bryant. Williams wanted the end one. 111-106. Westbrook, bad pass. Stolen away by Williams. He has a clear lane and throws it down with the right hand. Keelan Williams. On the attack, and Darvin Ham wants a timeout with 8.40 to play in the fourth quarter. So the Lakers tie it up at 106, but it's a 7-0 run for the Thunder. They lead 113-106. I love the moxie from this young team. I'm not going to lie to you there, Griffin. When they mentioned it in the first half on the TNT cutaway and said it was 26 straight games of 100-plus points, and you're thinking about that ceiling that the Thunder still have, I really think this team's going to be a problem. I'm not even just saying that because of the Lakers' poorest defense tonight, or maybe the poorest defense between both of these teams. But certainly for those watching and listening and following along, Oklahoma City, boy, oh boy, they've played well tonight. Yeah, no, they, they can play. and These young fellas are rising to the occasion here in Los Angeles. Again, a, a, a massive game for the NBA but the Thunder are like, hey, hey, we're playing basketball here. We're trying to win this game to create some separation for the team right below us in our conference. And don't you just love that, Griffin? I mean, that's what makes live sports so great. But in the sense of, okay, we understand what you want to do, but go out there and take it. And Oklahoma City certainly giving themselves avenues to do that with a 49 left to go in the fourth with a 113-106 lead. Yeah, no, the Thunder are certainly making the Lakers work for this for this win. It is not coming easy for the for the Lakers. No, it's not. Again, I will say this, and I agree with you. There might have been some situations. Russ Westbrook got four turnovers. Maybe some of those are for a couple bad passes. But I will say this: four or seven from deep is more than adequate for Russell Westbrook. So the secondary scoring that you've been waiting for. At least Russ has been 6 of 15 off the bench. But at the other side, Anthony Davis, he's been efficient, but he's only got 8 shots. So that might speak a little bit to the injuries and this and that, but he's got to get that going. You need, at least, you need at least like 15 every game from Anthony Davis, injured or not. You know, Davis has definitely not been really a factor for the Lakers tonight. You know, it's, it's, really, it's really been LeBron James with 36 points. Davis with 11, Hachimura with 10, and Westbrook with 16. So four Lakers in double figures now. And looking at the Thunder, they have six players in double figures. <laughs> That's Jalen Williams with 14. Another Jalen Williams with 21. Shea Gilgis Alexander, 27. Josh Giddy 16. Mike Muscala, 16. And Isaiah Joe. With 12 points, Isaiah Joe, 4 for 7 from 3-point range. He has had it going from bonus distance. And like you said, Griffin, some of those have been from about 35 feet. So once he gets a shot and he gets a look, it's got uh, the crosshairs all over the rim. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Isaiah Joe, most of these have been catch-and-shoot threes, but he has been on target from way beyond the perimeter. So we got another look here at the LeBron James celebration that just took place. Here's Lonnie Walker keying up a three in the right corner. Doesn't get it to go. Giddy the rebound on the left side of the goal. Giddy pushes into the front court. Brings it back out to the left wing. Chest pass to Williams. Back to Giddy off the handoff. Giddy again to his left hand. Floating it high off glass. No. Rebound Jalen Williams. A new 14. Isaiah Joe between the circles. Three. No. And Davis the rebound. Outlets to Schroeder on the left side. Schroeder on the left wing. Tries to get the post-entry pass to Davis, but it's intercepted by Williams. And here comes Jalen Williams pushing down the middle. Whips it out for Joe in the right corner. Isaiah Joe, his fifth main three-pointer. He's a bad man, Griffin Cass. He's got it going on. He can shoot the three ball, and Oklahoma City is on a 10-0 run in the last minute 40 seconds. James top of the key. Stepping back, thought about the three, gets it to Davis at the foul line. Davis the chest pass to Schroeder in the left corner. Schroeder's three, no. Fights for the rebound. Hashimura tips it out back to Davis. Lonnie Walker, extra feed. James, right corner three, way short. And the rebound belongs to Wiggins, and Giddy is going to slowly walk it into the front court. So there is Giddy. Angling to the right wing. Picks up his dribble, bounces it for Wiggins, back to Giddy on the right wing. Getting to his left hand. Carving into the paint, fadeaway jump shot with his right shoulder, air ball, rebound Isaiah Joe, back to Giddy. where is the Lakers' defense? It's a 12-point lead for Oklahoma City, 6.55 to play in the fourth. It's a 12 nothing run, we talked about this. 12 run to the Thunder in the last two and a half minutes. Hatchimer mm -hmm. in the right corner, trying to drive baseline, muscling up Giddy, and they call Giddy for the foul. So Hatchimer going to the free throw line for two. You asked me what was going to happen here in the second half and how the Lakers were going to make some adjustments, especially after LeBron had broke the scoring record. It seems like OKC's made all the adjustments and they've kept it going. 6.45 remaining in the fourth quarter. Hachimura bends the knees, releases the first of two, and connects. Gilgis Alexander back into the game for Oklahoma City. Patrick Beverly will also check in for the Lakers. Hachimura wearing number 28 on the back of I think we might be getting another uh, technical part of it. So this is picked up now by LeBron. Going to step back toward the top of the key side and get it back there from Rui Hachimura. His pass inside to Rui. Rui's going to need to get another one. Beverly's wide open off the puff. It goes back to Hachimura, left wing corner for three. He cans it. So the Lakers are now within 118-110. They've been hovering around that eight-point marker all night, but they just can't stop the well-oiled machine of the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're just making baskets everywhere. But some of this defense has just been flat-out embarrassing as Baisley goes down the lane and lays it right in. So it's 120-110 now. Beverly's got it on the right wing side. Beverly will hold and give it now to Rory Hachimura. Hachimura thought about it. Series of pump fakes. He hasn't lost the dribble yet, but now he's put it down. Needs a pass outlet. And that was easily stolen there by Jalen Williams with the L. Picked up now. It's a floater from Muscala that goes off the front of the rim, and it's saved by Anthony Davis to LeBron James with 5.15 left to go in the fourth. James spins. 
Tries to get down the lane. Extra pass to Beverly. Now to Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder. He's going to spin down the lane and lay it in. As now it's 121-12 with five minutes left to go in this fourth quarter. Drone on here with you with the Griffin cast. Fit a little bit of issues there on the Twitter side. So I want to make sure I get this call in and not leave everybody hanging. As Shea Gildress misses from about 18. And this is rebounded by Rui Hachimura. Now giving to LeBron James. James. Outstretched pass there. Beverly, he's going to take the three and miss it all. He was wide open, but nobody hustled for the rebound. Where was Anthony Davis on that one? Shea Gilgis, top of the key for three. Knocks it down for SGA. 123-112. Now Schroeder. Anthony Davis, though crisscross. Schroeder has on the right wing side. He's stripped by SGA. And they're going to call a foul on the floor before he has a chance to go to the complete races and lay it in. So 428, as the space has officially ended. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, call the rest of this game here. I got most of this stuff in there with Griffin Cass as we've had some issues on that side at the end of it. But he got our live audio for us. We've had a really good uh, call on that side. So I'm going to finish this out here for the rest of you guys. So right now, it's 428 left to go in the fourth. Again, the full game story is going to follow hopelessportsguy.wordpress.com. So I hope you stick around for that. And I appreciate Griffin Cass able to work with me a little bit. Again, it might have been a little bit of uh, internet issues or things like that, but we'll close it out on this side. <clears throat> so now, Schroeder, Gildress Alexander, that was the foul that was called on the floor. And that negated anything for the fast break side. They might give one of those take fouls. They do that in the NBA now as far as... Uh, Everything else that's going on, but uh, we'll go ahead and finish this call out. So we're going to have these refs and stuff talk on the floor. I'm going to go ahead and uh, just message Griffin here just to let him know. So 428 left to go in this game. It's 123-112 in favor of Oklahoma City and... Um, it's been a game that's pretty much all systems go. We know about LeBron and the scoring record. He broke uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record here tonight, but it was most important for the Lakers nonetheless. I know what the fans have been talking about, that they wanted to see the record be broken, but they need to get a win to get back into this play-in side of it. And that's what can't be lost in all of this. So common foul is going to be called on the floor. This should be a Oklahoma City Thunderball. Apologies, I'm just sitting on a text at the same time. So they're going to see whether it's a transition take or a clear path. And I'm going to pull this back up here in one moment. So this is a chance for Williams to bring this one out. Sideline out of bounds. He has it now to the right wing side. Isaiah Joe gets the puff fake, gets Russell Westbrook in the air. Now back to Williams again. Now Joe. Joe shoots it from about 32. He misses that one, man. He's been sharp from three, though. He's been all over it. As Russell Westbrook explodes down the lane and kisses it off the glass. It's 123-114 with 3.55 left to go in this fourth. John on here with you to finish out the rest of the game. Thankful for Griffin Cass to be able to uh, do most of this call with me. We're going to take a uh, timeout, and with 3.56, we'll see who takes this one. 
So Mike Muscala is going to get an easy one, 125-114, right out of the inbounds, out of bounds. And Oklahoma City is going to get very close to be taking this one right now with 3.30 left. Ball gets flipped up in the air, collected now Muscala now for Williams. Giddy down the lane, and he lays it over LeBron. 127-114 as Oklahoma City is pulling away again. It was on the TNT side that they said it was 26, 24 straight games, something like that, over 100 points, as Anthony Davis will answer from 12 feet. But this team is very, very serious, and you have to imagine the sky is the limit. doesn't matter whether or not most of the team is about 22 years of age. These boys can certainly hoop right now. And again, the Lakers' defense probably abates some of that, but still, SGA falling away, misses it off the front of the rim. And with 2.45 left, it's Laker ball going right to left, and a nice break up there by SGA as they try to find Anthony Davis there on the lob from Westbrook. And now Williams has it. There's three different ones on the floor right now. So it's, remember, Ben Wallace and Rasheed Wallace. Well, now you got three Williams all in OKC, and he's going to go right to the limb and lay it right in from 12. 2.55 left to go in this fourth. 13-point lead for OKC. It's been pretty much their largest. It's a 23-10 run in the last seven minutes. And Patrick Beverly a little bit upset with himself as he traveled with the ball. That's a turnover there for the purple and gold. So 2.22 left to go in this contest. I was joined by Griffin Cassidy for the first time out of the Quinnipiac University alum. He's going to be graduating shortly, so a little bit younger than I am, but he's very exceptional in the basketball calls. He kind of does a little bit of everything in there on that side. And it was a lot of fun here today as we got to witness history. But again, Oklahoma City is going to end up winning this game from 14 feet, short by SGA, try to get tipped up in there by Henrik Williams, and this won't go out of bounds for the L.A. Lakers. As Dagno squad will look on, they got two minutes, and then they're going to get this win here. And they're going to get very closer to the 10 seed. They're sitting in the 12 right now. Lakers were a game and a half out, and uh, Oklahoma City was just a game out as LeBron knifes in for an easy two. 129-118 with 140 left to go in this fourth. LeBron, he had a very efficient game, 38 points, 13 of 20 shooting, 4 of 6 from deep. He broke Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record, but it albeit in a loss. As Williams now for Giddy on the right wing side, he's going to launch from 30. He's going to miss it, and Heinrich Williams almost knocked it away from Anthony Davis. But here comes a long outlet pass for Brown. Beverly goes baseline off the pump fake, inside pass to Westbrook, and he kisses it off the front of the rim. It's 129-120. With 1.15 left to go in this fourth quarter, drawn on here with you, closing out the play-by-play here tonight. So SGA has us at the Laker logo. We'll see if there will be a show and go off the double team. As this is uh, Williams with the L, he's going to flip this one up. And again, I have to differentiate that that between the three on the floor. Westbrook could have lobbed it, but he's going to take the layup there anyway. So it's 129-122. Again, we'll see if the Lakers can force any trap. they still got 50 seconds left to work with, SGA with the ball. And now the intentional foul. That one's picked up by Patrick Beverly. As we got 50 seconds left to work with in the fourth. And I believe we are going to get immediate timeout. Yes, we are. So when I come back, I will officially close out this game. 
So 45 seconds left to go in this game. It's Giddy with the basketball bounce pass, and if Reiner Williams is turned over, Russell Westbrook full speed ahead. He missed it off the front of the rim, but it was fouled as he was in the act of the layup. So the Lakers should be going to the line to shoot two. Russell Westbrook usually around a 70% free throw shooter, but maybe in certain years and certain days that's being kind on my part. 129-122 is the score with 37.7 left to go officially as LeBron James had broke Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's scoring record. That's what everybody wanted to see tonight in the late game on TNT. John Under with you, finishing out the call. Tomorrow's going to be an off day for me as I spend some time with the fiancé. And then Thursday, it'll be a split cast between Cooper Hopkins and myself. Again, if you can't join, I will take that call between two of our favorite teams. Boy, oh boy, was that a game that we had on Monday night. And then we got to witness history again here tonight. So... First good couple of games, as this honestly was a heck of a battle in between two teams that are below 500. So Westbrook splits the pair. Shooter's going to get a chance for three off the secondary rebound. Another strip opportunity, but this one's going to go against the Lakers. And Patrick Beverly is immediately very agitated, and he wants to go for a challenge. You know how he is. He had one of those stupid uh, animated ones where he brought the camera off the floor where I honestly thought he should have got a technical fall for that one, maybe kicked out of the game. But that's the type of guy that Patrick Beverly is. You're going to get no love lost from me on that side of the broadcast anyway because he was one of those ones that said the Lakers would win an NBA title as long as I'm there. Far cry from that. Commercial break. So now that we got the official recorder back on, the challenge is successful, but all that means is there's going to be a jump ball at center court in between Anthony Davis and Michael Scala. And again, if you're kind of wondering about any issues for injury for Anthony Davis, maybe don't want him having the jump ball. You could pick two, but they picked Anthony Davis, so legs and knees must be okay. 129, 123, 26 seconds left to go in the fourth quarter. John out finishing this one off. Again, happy to be joined by Griffin Cass. We had a pretty good call all throughout, especially with the first one considered as we got to witness history at Crypto.com Arena as LeBron James broke the scoring record. Lakers down four. Westbrook all the way down to the limb. And now with the Lakers in the bonus, he's going to go to the free throw line. So again, TNT is going to have a situation where both of these games, the first one in between Brooklyn and Phoenix, awfully close. This one awfully close as well, as Westbrook needs to go to the line and knock down both of these for the L.A. Lakers. 20 seconds left to go in the fourth. So Russ, first free throw. Up and good, nothing but nylon. 129-124 is Dagnell. Going to send out some signals here for OKC just in case. Russ misses one of these. Get a chance to get a quick outlet. The Lakers are going to have to play the foul game nonetheless because the shot clock is completely turned off at this point with 20 seconds. Westbrook misses up the front of the rim, and he gets it in. 129-125 is safely inbound to get it into SGA, who is above 91% from the free throw line. So that is not the guy that you want to foul, but the Lakers couldn't be choosers here with just 19 seconds left to go in this fourth. Again, there isn't much that I can say that hasn't already been said, but maybe the box score for anyone else that happens to listen to this game late might speak to it. The Lakers not yet in the bonus. Here's a chance now for Williams as he rushed on the floor, but he got grabbed by Beverly. So we'll see right now if that will indeed put Oklahoma City to the line now. Yes, it will. So now this will be a chance for Williams at the line. And when I go ahead and get my numbers out in front of me, 
This will be Jalen Williams, Jalen with the L, J-A-Y-L-I-N, to the line. There's three of them on the floor right now for Oklahoma City. So if it cannot get any more confusing, I feel for my broadcast partner there today earlier that had to say Williams to Williams to Williams. And you have to have much of those uh, explanations on the first names and everything else in hand. But I can definitely walk away from this game tonight with the scoring record and everything else aside. Very impressed of what Oklahoma City has done. This was a close game. And both free throws made. Time out on the floor, I believe, is the call. So 17 seconds left to go in this fourth. <clears throat> Hopelesssportsguy.wordpress.com. That's going to be where this story is going to be when it's all said and done. As LeBron James looks on. It's technically a two-possession game as it sits at six points. 17.9 left to go on the game clock. I guess that's what the refs wanted to put back on the floor. And now it's a 17.6. So Darvin Ham trying to get some clarification as well for myself. Now triggered there from Brown to Westbrook. Westbrook thought about the three. He's going to instead go drive. And now it's 131-127. Again, you're going to have to go play this uh, free throw game. Get a good outstretched pass to Mike Muscala. Now Shea. Shea takes his time. Easy one inside for Heinrich Williams. Throws it down. Wonderful design there for Dang. Now didn't allow the foul and still got the two points. Lakers going to run out of time. Beverly cans the fall away. Three. It's 133-130. All they need now is a turnover. They're not going to get one. And the Oklahoma City Thunder. Take this one. 133-130 on a historic night in which LeBron James became the NBA's all-time leading scorer. What's lost in the shuffle of all of this is how bad the Lakers needed a win. They're going to stay in the 13th seed in the West, and Oklahoma City is going to get themselves closer to that plane as they sit just a game and a half, uh, half a game now, of the 10th spot. I will be back with you guys on Thursday, and this will be officially me, with... Uh, Cooper Hopkins and myself as we call the game between our favorite teams between the Calgary Flames and the Detroit Red Wings. So I'll see you Thursday night. Peace, everybody.